Hey, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Vialucci Podcast. Honest, uncensored, and unedited discussions about life and everything in it. So sit back, relax, and let's start the show. We're live. And hello. Hello, everyone. I know, I'm still. Well, because I thought you were going to tell a long anecdote. I thought I've got time to file my tax returns, (laughs) catch up on my correspondence. Oh, do you want it closed? I thought we have it slightly open. I've just got funny thing the dog will come running in. That ain't no dog, that's a husky. A husky. There's um, a beast of a... I'm being outwitted by these doors. <laughs> Pull one, the other one open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I talked about like people not knowing about part the past. There was... Um, uh, I was in Sainsbury's and they've got a, the Sainsbury's. a drink yes. called Soylent. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, yeah, I, I think I have heard of that. Yeah. Maybe they just... like Because it's over a decade ago, <laughs> it's just gone from history. The film, I think that's probably not what you want to call your drink. Well, someone came up with an artificial uh, reality... Not artificial, artificial intelligence program. They're like, hey, wouldn't it be funny if we called it Skynet? No. 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 no, no. no. <laughs> but at least if you're doing it no. ironically... No. I was thinking it's pure ignorance to call your drink Soylent right, because you it. must not know unless you know. I, th- well, th- I, I think that is ironic. I don't know. Because it, it, most people health. wouldn't get the reference. It didn't look like a sort of like a, a quirky drink. It looked like just a bog standard drink. There's nothing flashy about it. And you're walking around Soylent there. It shouldn't be. It should be plain packaging as well, Soylent. It should just be like... like oh, there's like a, a lot basic. less homeless people in the area yeah. than I remember. <laughs> yeah. It's just a less stray snap. dogs. Yeah. yeah, since this drink's come around. Have you actually seen the film, Soylent Green? Uh, not for a long time. Okay. Are we spoiling the ending of a 40-year-old film? I don't it's think it's even 40. It must be older than that, I think. 70s, <laughs> Soylent yeah. Green is people! <laughs> ah! <laughs> um... So, a personal development podcast. Yes, Hello right. and welcome, everyone. Yes, yes. Right. This is part two. Part two, of, yeah. Yeah, because um, episode 57. Oh, I should have had another mince pie because I haven't eaten today and I've eaten one. Another one. No, no one's not judging on, you. Not, tell me an anecdote. You can't be on like podcast. Uh, <laughs> personal development is about getting into shape and being healthy. <laughs> eat a second. You, well, like, it's about living normally. Yeah, but last, a, last week you did eat an entire advent calendar in one sitting. Yeah, but they were small chocolates. I mean, yeah, it probably worked it out was like a one top. chocolate bar. <laughs> basically. <laughs> like, um, um, well, to get back to personal development, then yeah. I was going to ask you um, talk about uh, fit, uh, weight, actually. Yes, because you've had your uh, uh, trials with um, personal trials. Development. <laughs> well, losing all that weight. How much weight did you actually lose? I don't know. I um, I think I got up Roughly. to sixteen, so I probably lost two or three stone. stone. Yeah, for someone my height, I'm only five foot yeah. nine and a bit. I think I put five ten on dating profiles. What's there? <laughs> <laughs> got to round it up. That's yeah. fair enough. Because you got these that? five foot two women going. You've got to be six foot, or don't bother. How, like, how you're going to die alone? Was Goodbye. there um, uh, a day when you realised? Yes. Oh, um, oh. It was. So my weight had crept up on me. I've always been someone who's a bit of a chub, like a bit of a chubby person. Like even now, like sort of where I've lost weight, I'm still like quite kind of chubby. Actually, I just managed to grab yeah. clothes and not look so chubby. But um, I've always had a fat face. Um, uh, always had like love handles, that kind of thing. Like just always as a child, just been, I think I had a brief period in my early teens where I went super skinny, but other side of that, I've always been a bit chubby, but I did get really properly fat. Um, probably in my mid twenties, mid twenties up to about sort of close to 30. I think, uh, it wasn't a, Hey, I'm turning 30. I should lose some weight. It was the way it crept up on me. People would say, you know, Sometimes people would just say, oh, you, you know, just kind of thing. Or, you know, trying to be nice, but it's like, actually, that's not as nice as you think. 
It's interesting as well. I said this to someone else because um, they'd had a similar thing where they'd gotten quite big and then lost a lot of weight. Um, and we're talking about, it's interesting, the people who kind of take the most piss are the last people to ever say, oh, what well, really well done. You've lost a bit of weight there. The what, like, right, the people yeah, who course, actually yeah, yeah, like yeah. pinch you or call you tubs uh, right, or pat yeah. your belly and say, oh, when's it due? They are the never or the last to say, well done when you've lost the weight, which yeah, is interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, like a few people from back home, I was like, some of them, you know, like I'd go away and come back and be heavier and they'd be like, oh, you're bigger every time, is it? You know, and actually kind of quite nasty, really. Yeah. Um, That's a shitty thing. Yeah. To say. But then, yeah, and literally like, you know, uh, pat your belly and stuff like that. But then, <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, to be fair, I don't see a lot of them anymore. Right, um, yeah. But um, it's funny, like one of them in particular, and she was just like, but never out of everyone, literally, I'm like, I kind of almost made a mental note of the fact that I'm like, you never, you, you never said, anything, yeah. you noticed it going up, yeah. you didn't notice it going down. Yeah, funny yeah. that. That's fine. Um, yeah, the thing that kind of did it, because even like, you, you know, if you're a parent, you're like, mum, you know, mum does the thing of like, I'm the one who can tell you straight to your face. Thanks, that's very helpful. But um, it was, I was at the doctor's one day and I was having uh, kind of like a really just dry, retching thing going on. And he was like, it's probably fine. Just, you know, just try and drink more water, eat lots of um, kind of fruits that have, you know, so things like satsumas, melons, apples, blah, blah, blah. I said, it could just be that. It could just be, you just happen to have a dry throat at the moment. Uh, but he said, but that is one of the symptoms of diabetes, type 2 diabetes. That was it. Yeah. Pretty much from the next day. Think, I was like, this happen? <laughs> yeah, kind of. It was that. Yeah. So I just um, uh, went on a diet, did a bit more exercise, nothing crazy. Um, cut back on sort of snacking and drinking and that was it. But you exercise every week though, don't you? Do you try and keep on top of it? Or now it I do. Yeah, yeah. Now I exercise more. And I do sort of high intensity stuff as well. That kind of keeps it, uh, I've sort of reached a plateau point. So I'm going to start mixing up a bit more. Um, But yeah, when I just started to drop the weight that I was literally just doing 30 minutes on the Wii Fit steps. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, Just did that. Just did that. (laughs) That was it. And what is just rigid every day. So what is that? So you just step on a a board. It's a game. It's, it's basically com- computer yeah. steps. Yeah. It's basically like the same as the old eighties, you know, um, uh, uh, home video well, exercise. Why things. not real steps? Well, you are doing steps because you have like a step board to step on and off of. Oh God, what a slow way to get in. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's also when you're a really big fat person, you don't want to go to the gym and be singled right, okay. out as the really big fat person that's at the gym. You have to have a, a base level of fitness to go to the gym. That, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You have, to train a bit. Yeah, you have to train a bit to get to the gym. Not, um, that way you don't yeah. want to just turn up and do like 30 seconds on the exercise by collapse and be sick. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, this maybe sounds patronizing, but when I go to the gym, I go to some of the people there are quite big and I've been to other gyms as well. And some, but I think great. Good on you. Yeah. But I also know there's some pricks there who are probably like, yeah, or yeah, probably yeah. laughing at them. Probably laughing at them but, because but, they because they might struggle, you know. But yeah, I remember uh, at school I used to go to the gym quite a bit, and because uh, there was nothing much to do, keep out of trouble, and um, and keep yeah, away from the trains. Yeah, yeah. and um, there was this a dude, and he was a very large dude, and he would always be there. He'd be there like every day on the running machine doing everything he can. And people used to take the piss, but I was just like, no, good on him. Yeah. Man. Like, yeah. And he was still big. He was, he was huge. And he really kept at it. You know what when, I mean? When I, was I, like, oh, I was always thought good effort, you know, when I was doing my experiments of going to gyms at different times, there was one, I think it was that the gym I got kicked out of. No, it was near, I wasn't there. No, I think there's about 50 gym, gym, I moved. But, um, I used to go there at like one o'clock in the morning just to see how it affected me, like training. And there used to be a lot of fat people in at that time of day, at that time of night. And a couple of times, there was one young guy as well. And I'm, I was training 
and I'm there with the vest and the veins popping out, which is easy to train with. And I was looking at him, and I was thinking, it must you be were like, big boobed and tattooed, were you? Yeah, two o'clock in the morning, and I was looking at him. I thought, that's somebody to fucking admire. That is. And I went up to him and I went, how are you doing? Because they never talk first. I went, oh yeah, blah blah blah, this and that. And I thought, you're there at two. Who's in- they? No, this young guy. I mean, oh, right. a fat, lot of fat people were training at that time. And like, so I thought, oh, they are embarrassed, like women on their own and big black white T-shirts over them and all that. And there was one young guy. I was just looking at him and I thought, it's two in the morning, he's coming. He's a young guy as well. And he's a big guy and he's just dripping with sweat on his bike. And I thought, that is personal development tied up. Because it's easy to go in there when you've got fucking six pack and you're staring in the mirror. and all. That's nothing. That's why I think When it's you're the same getting no he's... results and yeah. you're just there to kill yourself and you... you, you that, that and that you're that weight and all that that's like that's the one of the biggest peaks of personal development i think to do that because yeah. you've got nothing there's no ego there's nothing it's unfortunate just... that they're they shame that someone would feel yeah, shame yeah, into. Yeah. but i'll just yeah I, that, that's if, if i'd see anybody like that like there was actually yesterday funny enough there was somebody in the gym um i was gonna text you and i thought no i'm not being that person anymore so i'm not texting you what was I going to text? You're not texting anymore, or no, I was going to send you a message because oh, I went to Sainsbury's beforehand. That was it, yeah. And I went to the gym, you know, ten o'clock at night, where most people should be on a Saturday. I'm assuming you all go to the gym on a Saturday, like most. Uh, I was in bed watching an old Star Trek <laughs> episode right. last night. Right. Right. Okay, well, I, so I went in there, but there was yeah. a woman in there, and um, but quite overweight, and she was doing an exercise on the machine where she was the wrong side of the machine, so she had no idea. It can but get. Isn't a bit... there a trainer? Isn't there? No, not that time of night. So uh, she's a big girl, so I'm assuming she was there. It was literally just me and her. She was just there, and I could tell she didn't know how to use the machines or anything. And I can sort of understand if you've got no clue about what a machine's supposed to look like. Yeah, of course, yeah. It's not a fly bench or a dumbbell, and she was sort of like the wrong side of it. So I had to say to her, which I don't usually do, so I said, oh, uh, Madam Valerie, just to let you know, blah, blah, blah. And then when I said that to her, she then asked me something else. And I, but again, I wanted, I thought... It was quite nice that um, you weren't accused of mansplaining. Oh, is that thing? Yeah, that's that apparently, that apparently you're not allowed to express, uh, you're not allowed to explain I, anything. No, well, the bigger problem is why I don't usually talk... to help a lady. No, I don't usually talk to anyone because you can't, they, they get offended like you can't go excuse me like like just people don't talk so it's just yeah. odd this happened once where a young spanish guy was doing um flies but he had his hands in the wrong position and i thought he's from spain he's probably not gonna have that weird ego thing of like what, what mate so i just went oh, i said brother you, you, your hands are on the wrong bit there and i said to him oh look somebody advised me once i'm just i'm telling you so you don't know yeah, oh, no, thank you and then he asked me something else straight after but somebody go oh see it's not even worth like yeah or most people but the silly thing is you're just wasting your time if you're doing it wrong i know and there's something and you might also go, injure yourself i should say this to something but uh, you say people like, look at you like I'm, I'm asking i'm not taking the piss like i've come to say like by the way you might want to and i usually when i stop before i stop doing it, i'd say oh mate somebody gave me a little bit of advice i was really grateful for it because i was doing yeah. that wrong i was like that's, don't a, that's mind a good way to frame saying, it so yeah like i very, yeah, yeah you uh, yeah so but some people, people, I, I've done things wrong in my life yeah, uh, yeah. and people have helped me and I'm trying to help or you. Or just say there's a better way of doing it. Like, I yeah. used to do it like you and all that. But even then people be a bit like moody. So like, usually like young guys. It's, it's an ego thing, isn't it? Yeah, so so it's a shame it. response and it's an ego thing because people feel like a bit emasculated or a bit yeah. ashamed because they've done something wrong and they've been caught out or whatever. And yeah. So yeah, uh, people often res- respond with anger. Yeah, so that's why like it's, it's, an old I woman an, or something. I think it's an emotionally immature response. Yeah, it, it is. That is yeah. a child. So um, so yeah, with her woman said something but what it was funny that i was in when i was in sainsbury's nothing related to anything but it was just a guy 
there's two blokes talking. One must have been about 25 and the other one was about 30. And uh, one was on the phone. And it was just his statement because he said to his mate, no, I can't. He went, no, I've only got 70p till Tuesday. <laughs> and I thought, oh, the good old days. I remember they talk. <laughs> I've only got, this is yesterday. I went, no, I've only got 70p till Tuesday. And I thought, oh, those I don't even know how you could survive in London on 70p. Well, they sort of think, you can't, can you? I borrow in a fiver and it's all that gives us a fiver and all that. Fuck, you know. There's even things like, you know, uh, you can't buy a fucking cup of tea for like less than two quid. A cup of tea, yeah. isn't it? I'm not saying they should be like, I understand inflation, but you're like, why is a cup of fucking tea three quid? Yeah, hot, it hot water in a tea bag. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. like, I understand, obviously, you know, and it, again, it's like, don't tell me that's to pay this guy's wage. Well, before the sort of the cost of coffee sort of chains of what coffee was, you go into a cafe and you got a little cup of coffee, it was like 60p within yeah. a cup. That was yeah. it. It wasn't a product. Do you know what I mean? It was water in a coffee. It wasn't a cake in a cup. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Even the ones where it's not like, oh, this is some fancy dancy cup with the branding and stuff like just just anywhere. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, it's a coffee's a thing now. Did yeah. it start with sort of like um, remember like friends and all that sitting in the coffee shop? Before then, people never really did. Well, that we, coffee yeah, but we thing. used to in the in the old days. I mean, the really old days, the 17th, 18th, yeah. 19th century. There were still the coffee, coffee, you yeah. know, coffee shops were the, because it was the new exciting thing. Right. So it was the, and they called, you know, it was the, the sort of, um, coffee culture, you know, intellectuals would sit around chatting rubbish. Everyone's outside starving to death and dying. Yeah. Uh, and they began to cultivate it more places. Like they cultivated yeah. in Africa and Kenya and places. So the, em- they were, they were empire was, was, you trade, you know, creating more trading opportunities. But so was there, was there a big kick? Like, when did the Costa Coffee Nero thing sort of happen? Um, I do, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, it was Americanized. But it's also because, Starbucks, really, yeah, but it's Starbucks. also the, you know, because we've gone from being, you know, Britain was ruined by the war. You know, there's all ra- when my dad was born in 53, there was still not a lot, but there's still rationing yeah. for certain things. Yeah. So it's only from like the eight, you know, so things have got to catch up. We're a nation of tea drinkers, etc. Um, I'm sure if you went elsewhere in the world, everyone was drinking coffee and everything, but it's just, we weren't, you know, it's something you have, you can't grow. I know you can't grow um, uh, tea here, but I think tea lasts longer, I would say. We need no, our tea no, sommelier back to I'm not too sure. But, we just drank tea. It was the thing that the British Empire there was, was more built of a on cultural here. connection. Yeah. yeah, I do think. It, yeah, I think it came from things like friends and yeah. coffee. I think it's also. I've been a big thing of this whole so coffee. young people. Yeah, but it's also it. that you go to America. If you're not drinking in, um, this isn't an ad for Starbucks, but if you're not drinking in one of those kind of ones, one of those big chains, you just go to any old shop and you're like, this coffee tastes like absolute excrement. Oh, really? Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> Like, you can go to a news agent and they'll have, yeah, like, yeah. a Nescafe yeah, machine. Yeah, yeah. And it'll be all fine. Yeah, yeah, they literally yeah. have coffee of, everywhere, yeah. you know. But you go to America, and if it's not That's in not one like of the chain that, shops, really. you're it's like, not- this is... This is like horrid. Yeah, it's really weird. So I think that's what spurred, that's why everyone bought Starbucks and whatever, I'm assuming Cafe Nero's over there, Costa, all those kind of things, whatever. I wonder if even like the technology thing of laptops sitting in there doing your work in a coffee house. I love that we're talking about coffee with an Italian and our Italian producer. Oh yeah, he's thinking pigs. Do you know know what coffee is? Starbucks. I mean, we, you did have we to go into clean our toilets. You went in there to the coffee machine once when I was trying to figure out how these capsules went in. So personal development, Charles, Tell us a story about persons. What about your your when you went searching enlightenment around Tibet? Was that a but you search? can't tell the Batman story? You can't tell the Batman no, slash Gandalf story. That's um, been saved. Was that search... a search for enlightenment, yeah, or was that just my... to run away from a crime or something? Uh, no, that was uh, that was uh, <laughs> when I was a younger man. I uh, probably said this before. When I was a younger man, I was very stupid, and I believed that someone out there who was a lot smarter than me 
had maybe uh, not not discovered but touched upon or or come close to even uh, uh, outlining some answers that was quite i don't think that i don't think that's stupid um well, well, hang on, say that again. Well, Somebody, uh, what? That, uh, that, that there were answers out there. I, I, I believed when I was younger, yeah. rather naively, that there were, there were maybe some answers out there. Oh, I thought so you said question. somebody. I thought yeah, that some... someone else, that someone much cleverer than I. Oh, not, right. not that I would be the one to discover So you did go and search for enlightenment? Yeah. But why? Um, oh. <laughs> was it always a question in your head? Like yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I suppose I've always... Um, I. I, I didn't grow up in, but in, in not it, it was a it was a Christian household. It wasn't necessarily a very um, religious household, yeah. but I mean, we went to church, we believed in God, and and I went to uh, school. I'm noticing a lot of past tense. Uh, no, I, I I still I still do. I, I have a slightly cobbled together belief structure. I have myself. I've made myself. So I mean, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. As most adults do, you know, well, most I mean. religions do. <laughs> um, but I mean, I went to a monastic school. Uh, I was taught by monks and stuff. Oh, right, okay, so, yeah. No, I, I, that's so. That so you went to a religious of, school, did you? Uh, I suppose it was. I mean, it was a Catholic. It's school. heavily. It was, oh, okay, uh, right. I'm not Catholic. I'm, I'm Church of England, but I mean, I went to Catholic school. All my family are Church of England. We've all gone to Catholic schools for some reason. I don't know why, but we've all been to. Um, Comments and we've all been to like monastic schools. I, I can see in the future when we all become rich and famous, <laughs> Andrew will sort of be again. like, <laughs> I'm just like, gonna be a big fat cokehead, aren't I? That's what it who's is. Who's the one in um, Eddie Furlong? Uh, who's the uh, oh. in the Queen band? Who's the one that's always a bit gobby and is always with chicks? Who's oh, uh, the drummer, the dentist. Um, Roger Taylor. Yeah, I can see you sort of, yeah. Some people like, I can see you being Freddie Mercury. You mean dead. <laughs> but I can see Charles when we're sort oh, of... Jesus, Charles. I'm either on the run or I've been assassinated. And then we all, there's a documentary being made about what happened. And Charles has gone back into monastic life. I can see yeah. it happening. Like, oh, he's definitely. been through the money, the women. It didn't fix anything. Yeah. And now he's gone back to... I think you'll have faked your own death. You'll be on the run. Charles will be living in a monastery. Yeah, and I'll, just be, I'll just be some enormous whale. Like I will, I'll have lost a foot to diabetes. I'll have a comb over. <laughs> but oh, I'll have no, kept yeah. a hold of most of the money. Uh, I'll be like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just looking after it in part of, yeah, I'll have set up a band. It's yeah. dreadful. Yeah. But because but I'm paying money. everything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It'll be like vanity, vanity published music. Like Will Smith did to his wife. Yeah. What's that? Will Smith, um, uh, his wife released an album. He's Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah. Uh, spend a ton of money getting this album out. Bless her. It wasn't that good. Oh. She's, an okay, she's an okay singer, but it was like some kind of new fusion. Because the daughter, the, um, Willow? Yes, she had that single. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Those are the lyrics. Yes. So it's that, I whip my hair back and forth, I whip my hair back and forth, I whip my hair back and forth. He had, a big, he had a big falling, they had a big argument because he was wanted to push her music career and she yeah. at the age of I think seven or eight was like please dad oh, I, I don't want to do this anymore that, yeah. I, I just want to hang son, out my kid and my did friends did the son ever rap did um but the son don't know whether he's coming or going does he oh, Jaden Jaden Smith bless him and, and, and bless him he, he he had apparently had a similar thing he had a similar uh, argument with his dad saying please I don't want to be in films anymore 
I'll be honest, I'm kind of scared. I imagine Will Smith is quite litigious. <laughs> I just really don't. No, I think he's understanding. I don't think he's that bad. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly all this Yeah, you've got you to um, caveat allegedly, everything with allegedly. Allegedly <laughs> in a fan fiction. I like uh, Will Grand Smith. Theft I think he's, got, he's a good yeah. I, I have a very soft spot for him because I, I loved Fresh Prince. Yeah. He, he, yeah, I saw him when I was young and I was like, wow, he's so fun and cool and just seems like a seems like a proper just normal dude and just fun. And yeah, We're talking about personal development. I remember when he was talking about when he got the Fresh Prince job, I think he was outside the studios. What's the matter, Andrew? Oh. Trying to discreetly crunch my sweet. Have you just I put a sweet, sweet in your mouth? Yeah, cough sweet. No, I've had oh. it in for I thought you were losing a tooth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I said, Jesus Christ. But he, he was outside the um, film studios or something, and he said he was just out there dancing like for week after week, just waiting for somebody to see him. And then eventually they said, okay. Well, it's because he'd spunked all his money, hadn't he, from... Re- um, from oh, uh, sure. He basically had to take the Fresh Prince job because he had the IRS... But that was it. If he didn't get that job, he was fucked. As what? Because he'd, uh, he was, he was like a, a musician star. first. Yeah. Boom, no. boom, boom, yeah. shake the room. Well, I thought that was fr- after the Fresh yeah. Prince. I think that was around, yeah. Yeah. It, it was. He made a million and lost yeah. it. Oh. Like when he was 16 or 17 or something stupid. Yeah. Because he basically just spent all the money and didn't pay the IRS any. Oh. So. Yeah, because you've got that weird thing in America where you pay your tax at the end of the year. No. Yeah, you pay so, all. Yeah, yeah, it's some weird. Like, they don't have P-A-Y-E. So that's probably, that's probably communism. Right, yeah. yeah. If, you know, that the government would take it. I think that's what basically what happens with all the boxes and the sports stars. Yeah, they go, oh, I've got them, all this yeah. money coming in at the end of the year. You go, right, now give us half of it back. And you go, what? You didn't tell me. Uh, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus Don King's taking the, the other half. Um, so did you find enlightenment? Um, oh, or yeah. did back, you find serenity? Back the, back yeah, yeah the, sorry. The yeah. story we left about 10 minutes ago. Sorry. Did I find enlightenment? I... Uh, no, in short, in, in a short answer, but um, but it was a very interesting experience. It was a very interesting experience uh, living in a Buddhist monastery. And, why did why um, how did you end up in a Buddhist monastery? Um, what were the steps along the way? Oh, I they had some scheme, some gap year scheme. Okay, basically, I gap kind year. of um, <laughs> they 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 didn't predict me very good exam results. And the my, parents, no, the school, <laughs> the school. I ended up doing okay. okay. I ended up doing doing good to okay, uh, not not excellent, but okay. Um, basically, I, you know, I was I was always in a bit of trouble at school. Uh, my housemaster at school refused to give me a reference for university because he said that I was. Well, he you said, a rebel? I can't, were you rebellious I, or? Yeah, I suppose. I was, in all good faith, I can't. Yeah, no, he's like, I'm not, I can't, I'm not going to write you a positive. What was you going to go to uni for? Uh, I was originally going to do English Lit. Then. Okay. How Im- I'm glad I didn't, because I ended up... So I was like, he's like, okay, no, he said, well, actually what he says, I will write you a reference, but it's going to be a bad reference. Oh, Jesus. So I was like, okay, then I'm not going to ask you for a reference. Yeah. And he's just like, well, you have to. And I was like, <laughs> well, I'm not going to. And he's just like, I was like, cool, I'm going to skip a year and I'll apply next year. I'll wait till I get my results, because I think that my results... Because I was predicting like three E's. Uh, for A level, he's not getting three Bs. It's okay, you know. It's pretty good, I'd say. It's not so, is it? So it's okay. It's not three A's, but like, all right. Um, oh, you predicted A's? No, E's. Uh, three E's. Oh, okay, yeah. right. They thought I fail everything. Yeah, they just they were like, no, you're going to fail everything. You're going to get chucked out. Not going to meet. It's good to see that they gave you a chance and you know wanted to help you. They were just like, no, he's going to fail. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so I was like, okay, I'll wait for my results to come through. And if I need to do, I'll do some resets and blah, blah, blah. And then I can, um, and then I'll apply next year. I'll take a gap year out and I'll apply next year when I'm, well, after I've left school. 
So I did that, and I'm glad I did do that because then I ended up spending. I joined a gap year scheme thing, and then spent a year in India. Um, and also, I decided to do philosophy and politics. Well, sorry, philosophy then, because I applied to. I applied and got in at Birmingham. Got thrown out of Birmingham eventually because you can't keep you can't keep yeah. throwing out these things. Out. I was a rebel at school because. <laughs> Well, um, I can imagine you being a rebel in the sense you're a skeptic. Yeah, 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 because I didn't do anything and I was oh, okay. mucking around. How do, yeah, how does one get thrown out of university? First not turning well. up. Yeah, because I was, I was assumed it was sort of, with the university, it was just, uh, it's up to you now. Yes, uh, it was up to me. But what and, did you... and I failed. <laughs> but that's what I mean, like... Uh... Do you mean your personality, you didn't get there and not like the course, you think just your personality at the time just oh, didn't just want to do it? I just ran wild, I just oh, got okay. there and I had a bit of freedom and I just absolutely just fucking ran oh, okay. wild. Well, that's fair enough. I've got a girlfriend and I was just chucking money around. So you got into uni then? Oh, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. eventually I got I got half decent exam results oh, okay. and then I came back and got uh, a reference from the guy. <laughs> And he gave me a good reference. He's like, oh, did you proved it all his, wrong. Yeah, no, did, no, no. He's just like, oh, well done. Did you, you rub it in his wrong. face? No, I didn't. I'd have rubbed it in his face. Uh, we're getting enough money, mate. We're going to go back and find that guy. We're, we're going to go pull up outside with in eggs. A, a Lamborghini. I <laughs> 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 just drove. We're going to go classy. Real classy. Just wheel spin. Do donuts. Wheel spin, a dollar sign. You're not going to go in. Untouchables on him. Um, I want him dead. I want his kids dead. I want to burn out his house and piss on the ashes. We did. That's actually, how I'd be. We were there. Me and my friends. For some reason, we drove through our school. Well, Please don't burn people's houses down. Yeah. And piss a on couple the ashes. of months ago, and yeah, he did it accidentally does. reverse into one of those big commercial bins and knock it over, and then we just drove away. <laughs> <laughs> but shouting wankers. <laughs> just, how, how did you do at school? Did you do it at school? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What, just kind of yeah. What just level sort of, B's and A's. Yeah. Hey, I never got an A in my life. Um, E's U I think I got a U ungraded yeah because I can never remember because like E and then U is a failed and then there's other things that are because what does it go to A down to F but I'm sure someone told me there's such a thing as a G I'm like no you is know. it numbers now yeah I think now in, now oh. they do numbers I don't even understand no, it was F failed and ungraded yeah but I'm like <clears throat> well, what's ungraded what do you that's do, when do you misspell you? your name at the top I think oh, I think like, I did get a U but yeah, I, yeah but I mean I didn't do that I didn't fill it out I think that's that also because you had dyslexia and they didn't give a shit no but I think I didn't there was like if you could think of origin stories there was one moment yeah. where I actually gave up trying to learn and then it became going to school was getting away with not being found out that I couldn't learn. Like I just snapped. I didn't know. You turn it, it's like you turn it into a game almost. Yeah. I mean, I had to, cause I was getting in trouble at home, but and trouble at school. So I just had to sort of, sort of manipulate everybody mm. to not get in trouble. And I remember trying to read and it was in an exam, but I was young and I was doing something and I couldn't do it. And I was looking around at everybody else writing and I just remember putting the pencil down, and that was it. From then on, mm. I've, I've don't, never learned that after that. It was all about manipulating the situation so nobody could find out there's a problem. Isn't that like a lot of effort, though? <clears throat> yeah, it's concept. Do you know what I found out the other day? Like, I always think, like, cause sometimes, <clears throat> like, when, when one's at work, there are people at work who spend an awful lot of time avoiding doing any work. Yeah. And I always just think, you're putting so much time and effort strategizing. Yeah, yeah. why not getting... Just, yeah. just, uh, it'd be but less the brain doesn't work to, that way. It'd be less effort just to give in and just Yeah, do so I just stuff. didn't have a choice because people are saying, well, why aren't you doing the work? And you go, I don't know. And I, well, I don't know what to say. So I can't, I, wasn't, I didn't know there was a problem. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I remember putting the pin down. But then it was, like, it was a game of cat and mouse so I knew what teachers were coming in at what time, at what lesson, and I would revolve excuses so that they'd forget 
and then use a different excuse the next time. Or if I got backed into a corner. What kind of excuses though? How would you uh, forgot something, something at so home? So you forgot. So you, ho- you forgot the bag. homework. Yeah, I mean, there was about probably eight different excuses, and then because you'd only see them like once a week, they, I knew they'd forget. But when they all be in the staff room going, no, I think they're not. But teachers aren't bothered. You know, you weren't singled out as the. No, it wasn't that sort of school. And um, but and like if there would be like a a spare teacher that would come in. I'd go, oh, good, because I can use that excuse because I've run out again. So I use that one in there. And you're just doing it, and then that's normal. So that's just. But surely normal. must have got to the point that when Theo's literally done no, they'd have to, Sometimes there'd have to be written words somewhere, and I'd give somebody some money, even at home, because I thought I'm going to get caught out here. Yeah. I would have somebody write me something on paper at school and leave it in my bedroom so you'd see written words so you'd like that this thing and that's constant your parents would see that you were doing work yeah i I was uh again we haven't really gone into this too much i was rather under the impression they didn't give a shit no yeah but i mean nobody but it was just i was just constantly doing those things thinking somebody might ask so i better do things in but the school was just constant there wasn't wasn't even a stress that was just what i did and a lot of times they would ask, oh, you haven't done this before, but then I'd just be a trouble. I wouldn't be doing the work. And then yeah. I'd become that type of person. They'd put me in a class where, like, if we had to do a maths or an English, where they had, like, different levels of, you're in B class, C class, and D class. The last class that I was in was the nutters. Mm. The teacher literally did student shit. She just sat there. Just don't do anything bad, and you just leave the class. So you didn't even have to. So, and it just... Is that with a kid who started fires? Yeah, he used to set, he tried to set fire to me. Once he sat there, and you'd look, and you'd be lighting your your, your thing underneath. And there was the there was the girl in there who used to do stuff. There was the, the I don't want to say, but used to s- s- sniff polo mints. He used to cut them up and sniff yeah, polo yeah, mints. Yeah. Another guy was masturbating. He used to go. And, he said to the teacher once, "Where do I put this?" Oh, Jesus. Tried, put it in the sink. Like she didn't give a shit. As long as we just shut up. Because we couldn't learn, and she yeah. didn't want to teach, so we just sat there and did whatever. Oh. And I sat there, didn't know what the fuck I was there for. But yeah, I did exams were just nothing. So my whole school, like, second few last few years, was just making sure I didn't get caught out. That was it. Like, I, there was no learning. Forget it. It would be like learning a. a, 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 a yeah, I remember it was talking about being stressful at school. It was like if you were there was this was not going to be of any use to you at all at any point. Yeah, it, there's always the thing of like it would be like teaching you about painting walls. And but all you're teaching you, and you go, I never want this. Is never going to be useful to me. I'm never going to be doing it. But the whole it's just painting white. I do walls. think there is a thing with the education being too dogmatic and saying you've got to learn this and all of that. And it's, um, you know, teach people about how to get a, you know, what a credit card is. Teach people about gambling yeah. addictions. Keep be, teach people about alcohol. I, I think uh, I think this current um, political cycle that we're in, especially with stuff like Brexit, um, just shows that. I think we need to teach uh, like more about the structure of our political system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, the fact that is that I mean, I'm very ignorant. I've, I've, I've done it up to kind of degree level, and there's still bits I didn't know about. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that most people don't understand how the government works, how democracy works, uh, and a little bit of economics as well. Just how our uh, mm. economic system works, how supply and demand, you know, capitalism, and you know, because these are the things that will you live in and affect you for the rest of your life. And I think most people don't have any idea of the basic um, machinations of these things. They just well, have even no the credit idea. card thing, you want to say to people, look, you're going to go to uni, you're going to get a credit card, and this is what the problem, just like basic yeah. stuff. Just look, but they, we don't live in that. It's just, 
if that's we're not set up for common sense and it's what, just, what's, like cpr as well like yeah, basic yeah. stuff like that but yeah, yeah they just should. accident stuff yeah. so, so if this because yeah. at some point in your life you will be in a position where well, like, look, like they, something bad happens and when you there's just these defibrillators everywhere in the gyms and all yeah. that you go if something happens in an emergency that's fucking pointless who come up with that idea there's some things on the wall there you go, what are you gonna i think the idea is that you call the when you're calling 999 they will instruct you i don't know that that's the case but it's I think such a stupid they have an audio it. thing on them oh, yeah? do they? They, they do so they say i would take it out thank press, you for purchasing the yeah. acme <laughs> press like one two i think there's like two buttons yeah. on who it, didn't charge this fucking thing yeah. and like it, it it has an audio thing so it's it uh, but then we live in a suing search. culture where people are less likely to go, I'm not fucking... Well, not in America. In America, I wouldn't use one of those things. I'd be like, sorry, you died. But even here, if something happens and then a year later you get a letter through going, oh, that guy, he says, you know, he gets headaches because you put yeah. it in the wrong position. And it's in an emergency situation. You go, we're not fucking medics. Like, yeah. that doesn't work. That's well, a it's stu- a thing of, would you rather be dead? Well, uh, no, that's but, what I would say in the court I would go as the judge you know the judge should do the common sense yeah, the common go, sense doesn't rule no, but so he, could that's be. what he should be they just go alright so we've got a firing squad out back so would you rather be dead or have the headaches <laughs> you can have the money you can have the money I mean you'll be dead you know and then Spider-Man got sued because um, some dude was falling off a building and so he thwipped past and you know grabbed him saved him said yeah you're welcome guy <laughs> And then next day he got sued because the guy was like, actually, I'm trying to kill myself. And like, <laughs> Causing me mental yeah, stress by like, being alive. And also, you use a neck brace as well. Is it, isn't that like, like, Incredibles oh. or something as well? I think that's... Maybe. But I thought it was Spider-Man. It's, no, but I mean, it could yeah, be both. I'm sure it could be. Um, going back to your search. Yeah, yeah. How did oh. you end up in Budit? So you went from... You got chucked out of university because you were a That a was pimp. before... That was... <laughs> that was... So, yeah. Yeah. I sort of had a bit of trouble at school. And then I went to India. And then came back... And my head's all in a weird place. And then they were like... Hold on, sorry. So India was in the gap year? Yeah, yeah. So And then you got chucked out of uni? Yeah. Oh, I see. I wouldn't think it would be that way around. Okay, sorry. So uh, that's my misunderstanding. Because so, I just came back and I was just like... Just... Hey, man, I don't abide by your rules. <laughs> no, sandals, well, square. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was quite... I, I don't know. It was quite an intense uh, place. So, yeah. So what, what so got you... So I was you... a bit like kind of... At about a ten or eleven for quite quite a bit when I came back, I was but just like got, just getting but, fight, getting in proper art, shouting arguments to people every now. Oh, so it didn't calm you down. Yeah. So that's no, but that's what I'm saying. So you went, you finished A levels, yeah. you got your B's, yeah. you went up yours, Mister Man, who said I would get an E's, and then but you'd already signed up for this gap year thing. Like, how did you find? You know, did you search? I mean, this may be this may be like, but did you go? I want a Buddhist retreat. What was no, the thing no, no. that made well, you find I, there it? There was like a sort of volunteer program thing that happened to be uh, in Reading, which is where I'm from. Yes. Um, and it was sort of down the road. And I was like, oh, th- that's very useful. And I sort of had a chat with them and they had lots of interesting projects. And I remember I was a bit late coming to the party. Um, so I they didn't have many left. So they had literally had a booklet while I was waiting for the interview. I remember they had like a booklet on the coffee table of like the remaining product uh, projects. And there was ones where you could go to like uh, Fiji and they had like a thing where you could nice. live on a beach in Fiji and teach like English. And I was like, yeah, wow, well, that does sound really cool. And they had another one where you go, uh, and I remember they get- funny enough, that one got taken up pretty quickly. I imagined <laughs> surprisingly not. That was on the sort of standby list. Really? You know? Yeah. I, yes. Yeah, so that was, I was thinking I was read. Really, I nearly did that one. You know what I mean? I could, but don't you need to know their language? You're not a translator. No, I think I think they they just get beaten with sticks if they don't learn robotically yes. what you're yes. you're teaching them. But it's one of those things where you just the talk. dog has spots. Yeah. 
you just communi- <laughs> you just talk the more they hear English spoken. Oh right, yeah. so it's, yeah. yeah. Um, yes, you think that would be an easy course? That would be the easy one you take. Do as I do. <laughs> yeah, I think I guess it depends on the level, doesn't it? But yeah, uh, yeah. And there was a another one where you taught uh, English. You were tra- effectively translator for a military police in Brazil. Yeah, it gets a bit. Yeah. Staying on a military police compound, yeah. and I'm like, no, no, people I don't being dragged in with things over the head. Yeah, <laughs> ask him this, like some black side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tell him uh, translate for us what his last words are going to be. Yeah. <laughs> Tell him his kids are in the next room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh god, no, I don't want to do this. <laughs> this is too real. Um, <laughs> uh, and then one of the ones was yeah just just teaching english in a buddhist monastery and i was like yeah that sounds cool yeah uh, so hang on so you but, but aren't you supposed to get something out of it yeah teaching english in a buddhist monastery in the himalayas that's so you, is, it, is it that you, you get a free sort of bed and board in return for huh? yeah yeah, it, yeah, I did, yeah yeah but you get free bed and board in return for teaching english yeah. is that the deal yeah but who, who to whom are you teaching english uh that was monks okay but why do they need to learn english uh, just because they want to or um yes it it kind of um i suppose it ties into the wider tibetan uh freedom tibetan independence movement and making them more uh visible and vocal i they them being able to communicate with in english uh them being able to talk to western people and tourists and blah blah blah, it promotes um and people's knowledge of um yeah the awful atrocities committed by the chinese government to the tibetan people so in that sense it's you know because what is the situation so tibet is is nominally an independent country is that correct no it's i think it's uh, it's an autonomous region it's a semi-autonomous region of china right okay Um, so you didn't find enlightenment there um (laughs) i met i met some very interesting people i met a man who claimed to be 180 years old i think he said 180 yeah um, I am 180 years old. Oh, am, why didn't you just go for am, 130 and make it? I am well, Tantric it Master. Oh, okay. Yes. 180 is implausible. Yeah, so so don't go if you said 120, far. you'd be yeah. like, well, I, I mean. Well, he was about 40. Do you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm he wasn't like, even an old guy. No, was he no, like, no, he's about 40. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And I was like, all right. It wasn't even Tibetan. It was just some guy called <laughs> just, Roy who was staying with you. No, he's an Indian dude. Um, he was, uh, yeah, so I sort of met a couple of guys and I met some. <laughs> Sadhus and holy people. I love that we're like, oh, if you'd said 120, we'd have believed. No, but it's yeah, I, I, at least oh, palatable. Yeah. 180 is like, oh, for fuck's yeah, sake. Like, you might really as well say a million. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like those people who say, oh, I haven't. Uh, you, sometimes you hear these gurus and they say, I haven't, I haven't eaten, eaten for, or drank yeah. any water for 40 years. And you're like, yeah. no, you haven't. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, no, you haven't. Because everyone who's ever done that has died in a fucking week yeah. i'm sorry that's not <laughs> where do you get the moisture in your mouth and your eyeballs from like yeah, where the... <laughs> yeah I, I i can imagine like willpower you can do a lot and meditation you can do stuff but like you can push the body you know to beyond limits to, to very extreme yeah, they maybe limits, said 40 days you'd be like wow you'd be like geez yeah if someone said 40, I, I went... i'd still i'd still be like i don't think that's possible <laughs> yeah talking about person one of the many experiments i did through the years one yes. was on most of these are accidental right because i just do everything and yeah. most of it's bollocks and i remember working in nightclubs and uh, i'd be outside and i'd usually have a coat and a t-shirt just out of laziness whether it's hot or cold and i remember people used to moan 
like when you stood outside night club, oh, it's freezing, it's freezing. And it used to piss me off. The weakness used to piss me off. Cause it, and I used to think, oh, but, so I ended up just wearing a T-shirt and everyone would be going, aren't you cold? Aren't you? And the more they whinged and moaned. Your rage kept you warm. Yes. So I would just wear basically sod all in the cold where people were coming out of a club and your breath was being seen. Yeah. And I'd just be stood there and go, aren't you cold? Aren't you cold? And I was just like, fucking weak. But you were like one of those Newcastle United supporters that always got their shirt off regardless <laughs> of... Uh... But I always hated the weakness. So that fueled, that in a way fueled me. So then what then what happened? I just sort of forgot about it. I just used to do it all the time. I then realised I wasn't affected by the cold because in my private life, I'd just be going out in the t-shirt and it was yeah. like freezing cold. And, but aren't you cold? And over about a year... I thought, I'm not that cold anymore. Then some weird stuff happened. Then there's a Star Trek thing where I was just watching it. So I didn't watch anything. And when I sort of thought, well, I've got to become a normal human being, I went and watched things I'd heard that people have spoken about. And one of the things was Star Trek. Yeah, of course. So I went and watched the Star Trek, the the first series, the original series. Okay. And I remember you've got a a hair in that cup there. In my coffee. It adds to the flavour. Oh, it's an eyelash. It's because I was... How's that got in there? Eyebrow. Um, These bad boys, they're just spreading everywhere. So um, I remember... Uh, yeah, it was, I remember noticing the fact that I don't feel the car... I can't be bothered to put a jacket on. Like, and everyone's shitting it. The dorm and everything, freezing. And um, I was thinking, okay, so it's mentally... Mental. It's a mental thing. I think to a degree. You can't go in the Arctic with a T-shirt yeah, no, going of mind over matter. But... But I, and I always come back to this. I remember seeing the, the Spock effort... And I can't remember what, what it was, but... He was talking to him about how he handles the pain. And he says, I know it hurts, but I just don't care. That's the thing. It's the Lawrence so, of Arabia thing with the match, isn't it? I don't, the, I um, seen it? There's a bit where he does the trick. Where, well, he doesn't do the trick. He just kind of wets his fingers, yeah. puts the match out. But it is and someone else does it and they go, Oh, that hurts. And he goes, Certainly it hurts. And he goes, Well, how do you do? He goes, The trick is not minding that it yeah, hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's that sort of thing. Um, and it was that, that became a real thing, like about dealing with stuff was you have all this emotional baggage attached to things. Like I was talking to somebody a while ago and I was talking about not going to sleep. So I'd done some stuff and I said, I said, look, when I did that thing there, I said, I didn't go, I wasn't in bed that night. I just went and did it. Oh, but aren't you tired? And I said, I can understand you would be if you, you it was in your head to moan that oh, it's unfair and I'm tired. Yeah. If you just didn't think about it, your body isn't that bothered. If you just cut out the stress is you thinking about the situation that I am not sleeping. I'm not eating. You can go find that if you can just switch that off and you can do those things by repetition. You can't speed it up. It can't talk you into it. You just have to keep doing it and not give a shit. And the the problem goes away. The synapses of the brain just don't flow easily that way anymore. Then I found out, um, probably a couple of years ago, what happens is, um, if you are, like Eskimos and things have something called brown fat, which is what babies have. So babies can't shiver. They're, they've got a natural defense against the cold, which is something called brown fat. And um, Eskimos have it. And it's what happens, it develops in your body. If you're put in cold all the time, you develop this thing called brown fat inside your body. So it's just a, div- it's a different kind of a fat. A different type of fat that insulates you from the cold. Um, so like I said, ba- babies have a lot of brown fat. <clears throat> so, um, and that's how I found out that. And I thought, oh, I must have developed that. Plus the thing about not caring anyway. But then what happened? I, I must have broke myself because it, it also in the summer, right, so co- putting up with cold is one thing. Go, okay, so I'm putting up with cold, you know, it's tough and all that. Yeah. But then in the summer, it would be like red hot and I'd still be wearing the same things 
And people be saying, aren't you hot? Because I'd have a jacket on as well. I wouldn't always have a t-shirt. Yeah. And I said, why don't you take it off? And I thought, well, I'm not bothered about it. It's just this is what I put on. And people be dripping the sweat in the dorm. We love the bad things off and it's hot. I was like, but I wasn't sweating. And I thought, yeah. oh, I think I've broken my thermometer. Because <laughs> I should be sweating. And this is about wearing a coat and thick gloves in the summer. Because just it doesn't bother me. Just putting them on. That's what I wear. But I wouldn't be sweating. I thought, well, you should still sweat, even if you're mentally. Do- but something about my you're thermometer. You're very but- Prince Andrew at the moment, by the way. Why? Oh, the sweat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, so something broke. So I stopped. So now... It doesn't. The, the weather is irrelevant. Sorry, to I me. really shouldn't have made that. Yeah. Throwing us off course. The, there, the weather doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. So when people say, "Oh, it's cold," I think just stop talking about it. In fact, you, when I was outside the club, people used to go on. I say, "Stop talking about it." Just, I'm not bothered yeah, by it being cold. Let it go. I think I do think um, in, whether it's temperature or not, or things about being hungry, being about tired, it's just the or oh, it's something heavy. Just stop going on about it because it doesn't yeah. do anything. You yeah. actually, your brain a big is there. part of it to yeah. go back to the spock and all that. It really, really is. And you can't do it the first time. It's repetition. Mm. Your synapses of your brain go in whatever direction and they create grooves, good and bad, depending on what you allow into your head. Yeah. And if you just push it away, push it away, push it away, eventually it's not a struggle anymore. Some people say, oh, it's cold. And you go, well, you shut the fuck up. I don't care if it's cold. I don't care. So yeah. it's, it's not an issue. Um, so yeah, I think I've broken my thermometer. Because whether it's in the hot or the cold, my body. To be fair, you really... are wearing a t-shirt today. Actually, it's not like you usually outside. wear a t-shirt. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, do I? No, I don't think I do. I usually. Well, wear... you wore a hoodie when you were being an alien one time. Being Without an alien. Without a t-shirt underneath. Yes. Yeah. Who wears Still a single layer? You don't wear a t-shirt under a hooded top, do you? Yeah, usually. Yeah, because I don't want to ruin my hoodie. Like, I think also, I'm worried about. Don't want to be like. <clears throat> bing. Yeah, I don't think I do that. <laughs> you don't. You don't get every nipples noise. You have to watch. We don't video. make Bing. You don't literally go. I'm not saying the <laughs> microwave. Yeah, um, but it was that. See, I would say about cross-purpose thing, cross into uh, um, education. That feeds into everything else you do when you know that paradigm exists about creating how you manipulate your own brain. That then works in everything else. And, yeah, and once you know it works one place. You can then use it everywhere else to do with you know having sleep or not having money. You just go. I'm just not going to think it's irrelevant to me. It's just what I'm doing at this moment. Yeah, and you eventually switch that off, and then you just become on autopilot. Um, but it's literally just creating the synapses in the brain. That's all. It's just again, as I was saying like last week, you just learn what levers to pull, and you don't get caught up in all the emotional stuff of what's going on around it, which is what causes all the problems. Um. Yeah, so I broke my thermometer, so, and it hasn't really come back. I thought it would come back, and it hasn't, and I now don't care. So I think it's the brain that's holding me out now. I don't have the internal thought of, oh, it's this, or oh, things aren't that great, or oh, that, that, that. It just doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. Um, the only thing that does, I mean, I was having a little moan up before we started, is injustice. <laughs> like I said, the problem of somebody wasting my time I'd understand. I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. You, somebody could, it could be, and they have like wasted like nine months of my life and said, because something else happened. And I go, you know, you're not being paid here. And, and I let it go. And it's forgotten now. And now I have to just deal with whatever. I don't mind your mind. But it's the injustice of like, are you taking a fucking piss? Like, that's what annoys me. The injustice is always the thing yeah. that causes me uh, friction in my head. Because I want an answer. I want to fix. Why did that happen? Give me an answer so I can close the door. Um, but yeah, so I broke my thermometer and I, I, I let stress go, but it's injustice that, like, that it's the. It doesn't always sound like you let stress go. I'll be honest. Well, it's not stress, it's injustice. I want to know why you, that doesn't work in terms of the universal laws. You can't just be that dumb. But, but I think you let, th- I think you get things out quick and I think that's healthy. What do you mean? 
Um, I I think if you're uh, you wear your heart on your sleeve, let's say, and if if you're annoyed by something, you will make that known. Yeah, I mean to, you know to bottle I mean? something you, you up have, to me would be well, that's, mental. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's to what, think that so many people live like that would be yeah. like that's fucking. But lots of people do, especially lots of English people. That you well, and this is how this is very. It's also a very bad thing for for, for relationships. For it to be fair, yeah, um, people don't often uh, discuss things. I, I think lack of communications absolute killer well if you don't say something then the other person doesn't say something as well because they see that well, you don't fest, say stuff you know, so, things, yeah. things just fester and that's where you you know passive aggressive stuff and things yeah. build as well whereas if you just that's have horrendous come thing, out and have really? just conversations about things about you know what what you like what's what you don't know what's yeah. working what's not yeah you know hopes and aspirations with things of the future whatever whatever it may be yeah and once you don't say one thing then you, you it's become, cascades yeah yeah, yeah. So you're like oh maybe i shouldn't mention it well that's why i that's said I, i've always said i like being around crazy people because even though they annoy me i know that i'm just getting what's there do you know what I mean? they don't really care yeah. so but you need those weird people that just say shit when you don't say stuff and you pretend to be something that annoys me to uh, to, to quote uh, uh fallout new vegas um <laughs> What's that? It's a video game. Oh. There was a guy in it, and he was a he was the, the village nutcase, basically, in this village that you went to. And he said, yes, I, I don't trust all these suburban, you know, white bread, uh, middle class types. He goes, give me a man who's wearing his trousers on his head and howling at the moon, <laughs> and that's a man who's not who's not holding anything back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's just saying exactly what he believes, exactly what he thinks. But I Some guy's hiding behind these little curtains, twitching, watching the thing. Yeah, you I don't can... know what the fuck he's got going on. When I was doing security for the escorts, it was shocking to me how weird people were in normal places. Not because of the first night, the second night, like a year in, you'd just be going to a little street with a nice bloke and there's a car in the drive and but then you'd be in all this weird shit. And then it'd be again and again and again and again and again and again. To the point where I really did realise, oh, if you pretend that there's nothing weird about you, I know there's something weird about you. Like, because the norm is being weird, like having a weird foibles about what you like or what you don't like. If you just say, uh, you go to like a po-faced area... Oh, I, I don't talk about it. You go, oh, you're like, you're into some weird shit because you're not saying anything. So you're repressed. But it became normal to be uh, into weird, well, I suppose it was sexual shit, but that's only because of the type of work it yeah, was. Yeah. But I said, oh, everyone's fucked up. <laughs> like, that's yeah. the norm. But on the surface, you'll pretend you're not. So it's, but then you get people that live in these posh areas because of their job and their wife and they've got the whole thing built around. They can't do anything weird. So that's why they have to go to outsource their sexual activities. Outsource their <laughs> Yeah. But it's just... Capitalism, the... baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's yeah, a personal development. I, um, I, it's at the moment, as we've said before, it's a poison masquerading as a cure. It's the devil in its own industry. And um, a lot of people... I was talking to somebody yesterday, uh, two days ago, and they were talking about personal development people. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's what annoys me is people that moved into the industry that shouldn't be in there. Like the spiritual thing where all the philosophers moved in and all the spiritual people moved out. So it become this weird thing. Um, and we're saying like Arnold Schwarzenegger, we go, right, that's more career. Because if you said, well, personal development, you know what he did with his, he had a baby. What with his maid? <laughs> yeah, in the house. That you go, so it sort of doesn't really work. And then you've got the spiritual thing, which is always going to be a big problem with me because that overarches everything, but it's the least um, normal thing because you're either spiritual or you're not, and the other people have to sort of run around the outskirts trying to figure out what it is. 
So forget, so if you're talking about Schwarzenegger, forget spirituality. So that, that falls down immediately to me. You had even people like um, Richard Branson, who yeah. gets brought up with that sort of industry. But it's only when you learn into his story. And you, I don't want to dislike people that I like, so I'm not having to go at him. But he had so much luck and things given to him because of his family that you go... He also sues the NHS, periodically. Oh, does he? Yeah, he's well, he runs quite a considerable uh, portion of it, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh. But, but he should have had a criminal record for like bringing over CDs or music, but he didn't because his parents, his dad was, uncle was a barrister and they had to pay like £50,000 or something and he got a warning. You know, but if you hadn't had that, then you would have a criminal record so you wouldn't have an airline. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. And so you go, well... Uh, and plus, he, he had a good family and his mum used to teach him things and make him work problems out. You go... So it's not really personal development if you've been given everything in life. You haven't... Um, y- yes, uh, I get what you, you're sort of saying. Um, some of these guys' examples, some of these guys set themselves up uh, as exemplars and saying, this is my path that I took yeah. and this is how I got to be successful. And there is a lot of happenstance, coincidence, yeah. and, and luck involved. Hard work. Yeah. Hard work yeah, and yeah. you know being in the right place at the right time. You know, hard you work, lucky you get. Um, but there is still a bit of luck, I think, in a lot of those things. And uh, for instance, I always think not everyone who drops out of Harvard will become Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. Like that was—that's almost an aberration now. Yeah. And to be honest, if we were just to sit around and start our own social network now, that's not going to go anywhere. That ship yeah. sailed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to come up with a new Facebook. Sorry, there's already Facebook. Yeah. You know, I'm going to come up with a new Sainsbury's. Sorry, there's already Sainsbury's. What the fuck are you talking about? But I, th- I don't know if it was a Malcolm Gladwell book, and he was talking about people that had luck, and it's like he started Microsoft. What's his name? Bill Gates. Yeah, and he just happened to be in a town where the computer was developed, and his dad worked for a computer company, and they had yeah. some stuff. And he goes, so he was ten years ahead of everybody when computers became a thing. To him, he's just tinkering around with electronics. So, so there's all these weird things that happen, so, and my. And it's quite lonely, honestly, because I don't. I keep putting. And, and my, he was obviously in a lucky position because computers were very expensive. Well, that's the thing. It's it, a nobody, were, yeah. yeah. But he goes through all these things about luck, and if you weren't there, then that wouldn't let yeah. him go. Yes, yeah, so you have to. That's built into the system. And in a strange with personal development, it is like you don't want to say to people because you have to be real. You go, look, it's not what they tell you. It's not well if you go out there and this is going to happen. You go, that's bollocks because it just might not. Most people are just pretty lucky and they met the right person. Yeah. But the good thing with personal development is if you decide to dedicate yourself a hundred percent above everybody else's in your, you can ratchet up the chances of you happening. So you're in first in the queue. You said you can't guarantee it but you can ratchet it up to yeah. 90% depending on how much you work. Cause most people will go, yeah, well, well, there's a thousand people in my industry doing this thing. Yeah. But the truth of it is most of them are going to drop out. They're all going to talk a good game. Most people will talk. Eventually those voices will go down. I mean, you could bring like a sport or something. I'm going to get involved in the sport. Yeah. We can't, if we all work, there's only a certain amount of heavyweight champions, but yeah, but the guaranteed thing is most people are going to talk a lot and then vanish when they get to a certain age because of this and that, the other, there'll be other people that stick on more but then they'll have money involved to them, so they'll fall back. If you're just the lunatic, you yeah. can actually push yourself right to the front of the queue because you're guaranteed that all those people that are talking at the start are going to do this, and I've got no Most of them are just going to drop off year after year after year. That's guaranteed. Yeah. So you just have to be the lunatic that just keeps going. And but so when I think about personal development, my bar of personal development is so. I don't even think that's high, but when. Say, oh, but this guy, but that guy, right? Turn back to childhood. Well, his mum and a dad, right? Stop. Right. So, 
he was educated and he's, he had love and all that. Yeah, right. So well, he's halfway up the ladder already. You don't know what you've got even then. Go beneath that. Yeah. Go beneath not having somewhere to live. Like go, you have to go right down to the bottom. That's where your story is. That's what you uh, 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 remember. Um, um, Swartzian. He said when he put in the after school programs. Um, across America because he thought that's what you do you get people involved in they're not doing anything so you get them involved in classes and sports yeah. and all things like that that's keep, what you do trouble yeah. yeah and he thought that's an answer and it made sense you know sport it makes you feel good about yourself yeah. and he implemented all these things and then he went round and people weren't going to them and he, he spoke to some people and he realised that oh they don't know that things get better so the will isn't there. You can go, look, here's a thing for you to go and, but if you've never seen anybody go on to achieve anything, you haven't even got the willpower because yeah. what's the point going to this thing and nothing's like, life's shit. So but when I immediately asked people, what's their story? Well, forget the bit you did at the end. How did you start? Because if you came from a nice family, you ham, you went, you educated, and you, you go, well, you're half, you don't know you're yeah. half like the ladder. You've, my ladder's fucking in the gutter, like beneath the gutter. So going from there, like I could talk about personal development, going about the magazine, or the book. that's nothing. The ten, that's not the big thing. The big thing is knowing who I used to be and then go back, forget childhood and all the shit I had to go through as a child. There's these big stuff. So when I now did that and then the left home and the thing and all the year security and then that, and then get to the magazine and then 10 years of that and this and that and doing it with no money and all that. Then I look at other people, some bloke, well, he's got an IT company and he might a minute ago, but you grew up in California. Your mum was an English teacher, and you—it's not—it's not even on the same. But I don't know. You're what you class as personal development is not because it's everything. There's no point saying you have money, personal development. That's career. That's mm. nothing to do with anything. So there's very few people I look at and go, "Oh, what did you do?" Like I've got Malcolm X ring on. That's somebody you know. It's a pimp. Had nothing. No educated. Had to learn. I copied him reading the dictionary to sort of teach myself words. Then went on to do all this stuff, and then he quit it because he realised the brotherhood was, was bullshit. And then they wanted to kill him, but he's still stuck by his guns and all that. That's personal development, you know. That's you changed your life morally. You did the right thing. You turned away from money, even though you could. That's personal development. But those people don't fucking exist anymore. Like everyone's for sale now. Everything's not even just for sale. It's given away. I'm just here to make money and. If I have to see one, I've said before, if you hear the word six-figure income on anything, that's a con, man. Yeah, yeah. Six-figure totally. income, just the marketing term. I can make six, you rich yeah, with my 12-step program. Right, yeah, but what about the rest of my life? No, I don't know about that. It's just money. But don't class yourself with some fucking self-improvement developer. What are you talking about? Um, it's like these motivational speaker people. It does nothing. Yeah. It's like... Well, they get everyone jazzed up. It does do a bit. Cause it go, gets to a, yeah, go to a rock they, concert. And then they have they have they feel good afterwards from yeah. that. They buzz for about an hour afterwards. And they just click and go two months later. You go, what happened? Yeah. Go, well, I'm just that night. Bus stop now. That yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. they, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, that was... But that's what I mean. But what you think of as personal development is the problem. Yeah. That I, does I got nothing. thrown out of a lecture once. Nice. Um, Head first? <laughs> <laughs> Nearly. Um, I, I, I accidentally, well, it was one of these motivational things, and they were, they were going to teach us uh, the top five tips uh, for memory and, you know, how to exam things. And it was just, within about three seconds, the, the guys start talking. I was like, oh, okay, this is all bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, okay, this is like, you oh, know, it's just some yeah. real, uh, you know, business management seminar, just 101, yeah. holiday in, you know, conference weekend bollocks yeah. and i was just like fuck this pyramid I, this scheme is, yeah this is like two hours and these guys it costs like 
I think it cost about 80 or 90 quid per head. And there was like <laughs> 200 of us or something there. I was like, fucking hell, man. This is- Why did you sign up for it? I did. And this is the school. Just made, the- uh, one afternoon, we just got wheeled into the fucking um, gym or whatever. And these two. Oh, I see. But sorry, these two sorry. moops turned up. And just- <laughs> these two what? Moops. What's moops? It just sounds good. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it is. It's a good, it's a good yeah. idea. Yeah. It's two moops. It's the band's name in South Park. They they call themselves Moop. <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> but, um, but they turned out, and I was just like, fuck this. And I couldn't be bothered to do anything. And then eventually, did like. Did stand up on protest? No, me and my mate, um, he kept on just standing behind the guy and just like flipping, oh, like nice. flipping me off, fuck like man. behind him and yeah. just going like, <laughs> like behind this constantly behind him I like, like that we're doing these gestures on this podcast yeah, he's giving the finger to me so I was just like when he wasn't looking he was standing right behind so when I was looking when he wasn't looking I was like flipping off my mate and then he turned around once and, oh, no. Boy. and he's just like what fuck do you just do with me and I was just like well, he broke he broke out, I was like, to be fair it's like I was doing it to my mate behind you yeah. I, didn't, I wouldn't do it to you because I would say and then when he turned around you went <laughs> and he was just like and he goes no you fucking weren't and I was like dude if I was going to swear at you I'd Admit it. And he's but just did like, he immediately he's like, fuck you then? I was like, nah, fuck you, bro. Oh, and no. just walked off. <laughs> but he went straight into swearing at you. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Kind of yeah. I was like 17. We must have known. If I was the people organizing that lecture, I, uh, you know, the school, I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. let's not have these people back again. Yeah. Um, they didn't give a shit. No, I got sent to that. They, he told me to go, they, uh, they told me to go to the headmaster. I didn't bother. I just went home. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my boarding house and made some noodles instead and just watched telly. <laughs> That's a classy <laughs> that school, was, that is. Sticking that was, it to the man. Yeah, that was, yeah they were like, no, you, you're going to get real trouble. This might, well, it sounds you might get suspended. A load of old shit. They were genuinely like, oh, we might get suspended. So I just went and made some noodles and watched Neighbours or something. It would be nice to get back to a time where we noodles did have and go- neighbors. Like actual gurus. Do you know what I mean? Someone that's like lived a life. But you go, those that doesn't exist. Like, you should be able to name a handful of people out of the seven billion people on the planet. I mean, Oprah Winfrey gets thrown up a lot, who I think you could talk about personal development. A secular guru. Yeah, yeah I mean, she has so. problems with weight that I don't think she attends to. Well, she gets fat, then she loses and writes a book about that. And then yeah, she so that's loses a all the mental weight and thing. Writes a book about that's a mental how she thing. Lost all the way. But she's, she touches on a lot of good things. But that's one. See, my problem is you shouldn't have any weakness because that should be your biggest endeavor. Yeah. Anytime there's a, and she's, we got should, a, you should look to try and address it. I mean, I think, I think we're all weak. Yeah. Well, yeah. Ways. I mean, so you've got Schwarzenegger, you could go, well, self, it's self-development, self-improvement. You should ideally be looking at, at your weaknesses and, and attempting to do something. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is basically, yeah, yeah. but it, it always comes down to, well, they do this one thing and then they start. So, okay. Oprah Winfrey, she's got a weight problem. She doesn't really deal with, doesn't really ever seem to get resolved. So that's a big thing that's constantly there. Yeah. So that says there's something still missing in your psychology. Swatch, you know, because I'm going to keep throwing them under the bus, but career, bodybuilding, all that. But that's just sort of a, a, an addiction to something. That what about the the private life bit? <laughs> like that can't, yeah. can't keep his hands to himself. Uh, yeah, really I can't can. really sort of miss that one out. So that's quite a big thing. So, and that's what you see. You see all these one-dimensional people out there, but nobody's sort of done the whole thing. Or if they have, well, I, no, there's nobody. There's seven billion. I can't think of anybody. Different cultures. Are, again, as when I was when I was traveling around India, um, there were lots of uh, prominent spiritual people who were uh, prominent in in their society, in Indian society, and on TV and media and stuff, who were famous for being religious figures. You know what I mean? And we don't. But again, we, that's we're like, more of a secularized society, and we don't necessarily indulge that as much. I mean, we do have the ABC and stuff, and there are some people knocking around. We have the who? Sorry. Archbishop of Canterbury. Oh right. So there are there are leading religious people, but again, positions that's... in the country. But I'm saying they don't have a very prominent um, 
position. We don't go, oh, uh, let's go and ask the Archbishop of Canterbury about Brexit or about the election. Yeah, the Lord's, the the Lord's is met, does include bishops, doesn't it? Uh, and Lord's. imams, and I think there's a couple of uh, 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 Hindu... Yeah, as rabbis, and I think some Hindu. Uh, I, I, yeah, but sure. then again, that that's just a spirit. Well, it's not even spiritual. This what annoys me. It's philosophy. That's all it is. Philosophy. Well, there's, there's spirituality rather than philosophy. Uh, philosophy is technically is supposedly more logic based. No, see so what you what you're saying. That's the problem. It's not right. We're going to keep coming back to this thing again. Well, I'm saying that they, these in that in that case in the case of India, they seemed to be prominent people in their culture who were talking, discussing these topics and dealing with these topics and attempting to um, do something, attempt to help people and being open about this. And I'm saying that they were, in in that culture, they were religious figures, whereas in this, in our more secularised culture, we look to a more secularised answer. And this is why you have self-motivating people and, you know, people giving these shouty, weird lectures and everyone's, Jump up in your seat and do oh, the jazz God, hands, you know. Yeah. Get pumped. Whoa, 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 you know. There was a company recently. And they, they do that instead of, you know, hey, open yourself up to God. Hey, meditate. Hey, do all this, you know. When I was, um, I don't know, mid, tw- no, late 20s, I went to this thing and it was at one of these health things where you buy the health products and then you get other people to buy them off That's you. That's a pyramid scheme. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. And I noticed the company's still around, like, two months ago. And I was thinking, Jesus Christ. And I want to say to them, it was like there's a Simpson thing where they go to this seminar and go, it's not a pyramid scheme, is it? And it's like an upside down yeah. like triangle. And you want to go, they're still holding on. Because still, here's the founder. Here's a picture of him in front of our yacht. Was it yeah. Pete Shaker's first thing I'm going to say, this isn't a pyramid scheme. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, it's a pyramid scheme. And he goes, no, no, no. The first thing I just said, it's not a pyramid scheme. They're still knocking around now. I keep seeing every now and again on LinkedIn, it or something will pop up. Well, there'll be some 21 year old. And they use certain words to, like something entrepreneur. Something be, there's a certain type of word that, that people have started using. Is it consultant? No, it's it, I'd, I'd know if it's it, but I notice it again and again. So I know some, somebody's been on the course because they use certain words. Like I keep getting these salespeople contact me, and they describe themselves as high ticket closers. And every time it's always like a, a twenty-two what? year old high ticket closer. closer. I think it's a code ticket is for sale that sounds super and wanky just, doesn't it but every now and once a month i'll get one and it'll be a young 22 year old who's been on and i go and i looked up and it was a course that you go on some con man and you go i'm a high ticket you're 22 you've done nothing what you do high ticket club what are you do? but these oh um an independent distributor that's what it is so that, that sounds like a drug dealer no. that sounds like a and it's always like this health product right so i went on one once yeah um, I went to meet somebody once um, and it was this posh hotel and this five-star hotel and it pissed me off because it was one of the, it was probably the two-week period in my life where I'd come out of my haze of just being relentlessly working and not talking to anybody, just full on and realising, literally yeah. realising that, oh, not everybody was on this sort of quest to sort of knowledge and I was behind everyone because I just sort of came out of the haze and started to be a professional person. I literally found that out nearly 30. I thought, I thought that's what, all people were doing. I thought that's why we were here. So when I started talking to people and I went to this posh hotel to me and they were quite rude. And I just thought you're posh. I thought like posh people were the better people. Like that's what I walked in as. Cause I still only had sort of things I'd known, you know, yeah. the Queens at the top. That's all I knew. And then she was quite rude and she wasn't listening properly. And I could tell the situation wasn't right. 
and she started trying to sell me something. And I thought, oh, fucking hell, this is bollocks. Like, she's got me a turn, don't want to talk about the magazine, but she's saying she wanted to put a product in the magazine. Yeah. And then I said, well, what is the product? And she said, oh, I don't know. She had somebody with her. And I realized she was training her because she wouldn't be able to answer things. And then the other one would pipe up. But I thought, but then you're talking in this sort of weird marketing language. And then I just realized, oh, this is fucking bollocks. So then, uh, whenever I sort of find anything like that, I want to uh, embarrass it. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, can you tell me about your product? Because I knew I'd been, fucking time had been wasted. So I thought, right, oh, can you tell me about your products? And I'm still playing stupid. Um, well, if you go to our website, you go, oh, what, don't you know what it is? Who made, yeah. did you make it? And I'm going, oh, oh, go, oh that's strange. Yeah. You see, D, oh, yeah, what is vitamin D for again? And I'm just trying to embarrass her now because I'm so fucking angry. And then the other one started talking out because she didn't know what was going on. She was obviously training her. Yeah. And the other one started talking. So I thought, okay, so I'll have a go at you now. And I go, okay, so what? But yeah, no, I know you said that, but can you tell me about it while I'm here? Because I, I will go and look at And I'm just pretending to be stupid. And I just thought, I'm going to fucking get sick of this before you do, love, because you've got wrong on your side. I've got right on my side. I'm just going to court, push you into a fucking corner. And the whole thing just pissed me off. And that's when I left. And there was about a two-week period then. I thought, oh, hang on, I don't think this is right. Like, we're not all sort of like the more money you have, the the, the better and the sort of thing you are. And it was a two-week period where I thought, I don't know what to do here. What's the rules then? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? I thought, you go up the ladder, that's how it happens. And it was a two-week period where I genuinely didn't know what I was supposed to be doing in the world again. See, in a parallel universe, you became a supervillain. Yeah, I could have snapped at that point. It was that big a deal. But just shot some dudes know. on the on the tube and uh, being proclaimed to hear. It's so embarrassing yeah. now to think about. It. Like, I was that blind. Like I didn't know. I met there's a the woman in uh, comedian in America, and um, she I think she's in South Compton or no Philadelphia it might have been, and she said she'd never seen any white people that she thought they only existed on the TV. And she said she was about thirteen. And she saw a police officer was what, and she said, "Oh, I thought they were just the people on the TV. They weren't real people because yeah. you can be that secluded in life. You don't realise because you always think, well, you must know certain things by osmosis. But yeah. if your life is just living no, twenty four hour period and you only see the same five people and half of them can't read and half of them this and that, it's not. It's nothing to do with you." No. So when I sort of came into, I thought that's what we were all doing. And then when I'd worked so hard to catch up with everybody. Just that must have been quite, really quite disheartening. It still affects me now. I still don't think what were the rules there? Because my thing was, because my, even though I did things with the magazine and all that, I've had so many years of being shit that my yeah. internal walk is still trying to catch up with what I've done. So I still think I can't be, out, I'm still going, I must be part of a bigger system that they know what they're talking about. And I'm still, but then you look around and you go, hang on, I'm out here on my own now. Well, that's how <laughs> these things intimidate, I think, it is often to make it, well, if you're, you don't understand it because you're stupid. You're not buying into the scheme because you're stupid. Yeah. Why didn't you, why didn't you want to be rich, stupid person? Yeah. But then I got yeah, to that when I'd done stuff and I'd come yeah. out of the haze of everything. And you look around and you go, oh, everyone's fucking half wits. You emerge from your cave blinking at the well, sun. But I mean, it, tech, it was like the modern version of that. Was yeah, like, yeah, no, I was yeah, completely I mean, no, delusional. Saying, is, yeah. I just went into sort of Terminator mode. Everything around me was irrelevant. Everything. It was only learning. Like put things in place so I didn't have to be around people so I could just learn. And the years before were just learning nothing growing up in a farm anyway. Yeah. So when I did pop out at 30, it was like a child. 
going rope. I thought the rules were, we all had to sort of, and I was just trying to catch up. You yes. came out of the cave, blinking into the sun, yeah. saw the world, then went back into the cave, told the other people in the cave. And do you know what happened to that man? <laughs> he was killed by the others. <laughs> killed well, and eaten. This is well, my problem. And I've been, this sounds egotistical and to ego, it's literally the opposite of me, not out of nicety, but because I felt so many years of feeling like a piece of shit yeah. that I can never really catch up. I'd never feel like really caught up. So when I talk about personal and I look for people, it's because I'm genuinely looking for somebody to admire that I can copy. But then you have to go, hang on, what if I'm the only one that's right out there? And But I don't want to be there because it doesn't fit with my internal sort of voice. And it, it, it's, you know, it, like I, it's a struggle because I don't want to be the person that's out there because that's an anathema to me to say, oh, I'm the one. I'm the... But then I constantly, like, so on my... So this is quite a change of tune from last week when you were like, I am personal. But that's the truth. Like I said to somebody, like, I say, right, there's just me, mm. right? Personal development, whatever it means. Forget all the con men, the millionaires, and all that bother. In terms of personal development, there's me right out there. And now, and you don't really know the story. Nobody actually knows the story because I didn't design my life so that if somebody's to look back in it, the more you try to disprove what I say, you'll actually find things out within it. So the ho- more you peel back, the more you go, oh, fucking hell, didn't hear that. Oh, I didn't know that. Because if I said it all to you, you'd think I'm lying. So I don't say stuff. I think it's better for us to find out. Because it was everything that might... But it's it's sad in a way because it's that's all it was. Yeah. There was nothing else. It was just that for self-improvement. And um, and I, I, I said to him, I put something on my bio once, and it was it sounds egotistical, so I swear that nobody in the history of people on this planet as a studied human beings more than me in a four-dimensional way. There's not even a close second. And I put it on there because it's real. Now, because it's just been every minute of every day, that's all it's been. And accidents along the way which precipitated it. Right. And a certain proclivity for spirituality anyway from the birth that I had to fight against and then come back. So there's all these things in the health and the, and the nutrition, the psychology and the neurology and all that. So I had to sacrifice my life to do all that. I said, but I didn't really put it up there like out of ego because that isn't me. I said, what I realized is if I say, hi, guys, can you give me some examples of people that are, you know, nobody's going to bother because you get more, you get more response out of people out of anger. Yeah. So I thought if I say those things, other people go, fuck you. What about, so it's an easier way of getting information so I can go, oh, then find those people. Inspiring to the debate. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought if I say that, if I'm brutally honest, you know, look, there's nobody has done study the human condition like I have the four dimensional in terms of spirituality. Most people will come back going, you fucking can't. What about so-and-so? What about that? I thought I'd get more responses that way. I hope they'd be than that. No, but I thought that's what people... the internet. Of course they're not. No, but I thought that's what people would do. If I said, hi, can you give me some inspiration? They're just going to get idiots. But if I just, if I genuinely say, look, there's just me, other people get annoyed. I thought it didn't really work. It's kind of throwing down the gauntlet almost. Yeah, because, but that was out of desperation because I was thinking, I can't think that I'm out here on my own because it doesn't feel right. I don't want to be the only one out. I want to be able to go to the guru over there and learn from that person. But anyone I do learn from, most of them are dead. So I'd have to sort of pick from people that like, but most of them are dead, whether it's psychology or neurology or etiquette or whatever. All these people are dead. But so, and I think it had to be learned from people at a time where there wasn't social media and people didn't sell their souls. Yep. They just lived a life in a certain way. Um, I mean, one of them on the, my bio, I put learn, how I learned to be a gentleman. And honest to God, not, again, no teachers. It was watching Alan Wicker. Like, going around well, the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And going, that's what I thought a gentleman was. So I'm I just to... trying to pitch you with an Alan Wicker tash. Uh, yeah. I think you should. Um, I think yeah, you should yeah, grow. Yeah. 
But I just absolute thought, baller. Come on. But you yeah. almost don't have it now because everybody's selling their soul. Where yeah. people were just that's who they were. So um, and the only thing I could bring myself down a bit to make myself feel better about saying certain things about leading the personal development is you. And I didn't really tell myself this just to get, knock my ego down. Yeah. Is to think okay, that's great. You did all these things and from nothing and on your own, the whole everything, the whole fucking thing was on your own and people don't know what you've been through and all that. You go, okay, so I did it, but that's all you did. Like, that's quite sad that that's all you've done. So I tried to sort of knock myself down that way. You go, well, that's good to yeah. live like a fucking Terminator and a robot and all that, but you've lived like a Terminator and a robot. So you've done all this thing. <clears throat> so I think, well, maybe my life was just for other people to look at then like yeah. other people's words that I learned from maybe that's what my story is but it's constantly because I never really learned the rules of life so I'm trying to search for this meaning of what are the rules what I'm, what's the boundaries of what I'm supposed to be doing Yeah. Um, and when I found out that we weren't all on the same path of trying to get to enlightenment I was fucking like well, what are we doing now then um, but yeah so now as I said to this guy the other day if I say if I knowing everything I know that will have to be peeled out slowly you gotta go so that is me there is me then everybody else until you tell me otherwise because i've looked you could go well this bloke no but i've been looking at desperation for 20 fucking mm. years so who comes not... who comes close who would be a close second or second. even a distant second i i okay so i thought april winfrey yeah because she also had to do battle racism and all those sort of things yeah. and she had the career thing and she talks about spirituality and she's She's the most spiritual person I can think of in terms of what she says. She's got the closest without actually knowing what it is. Right. She's done enough to sort of go, she, she sort of knows the thing, but she doesn't have the right language, but she knows it's there. And I'm surprised she's even got that close. I think we're going to need drugs, which will is happening now. And then science will have to start taking the drug seriously. And somehow through science, will get connected. And Science then, and drugs. <laughs> I mean, it, it's going to have to follow. It's the only way, but we don't have the tools now to get there. We you, you yeah. can't take it. And we've got to grow up as a society in the Western culture to go and stand in certain places. You can't go without these metal things. Um, but my problem, the biggest problem why, when I talk about spirituality is because it's, um, it's just sat there now waiting. The people that know about it don't talk about it because you just become embarrassed. So other people move in and then it becomes a laughing stock. So it becomes self-fulfilling. You just yeah. don't get involved in it. But it's sat there now and we're how you have atheists and talking about there's no afterlife and all that. They're, uh, they're like flat earthers. They're so blind. Like, you know, well, where does the water go off this idea? It must go somewhere. They don't understand gravity. Sorry, anymore. atheists are the... Just not believing anything about uh, afterlife or spirituality or anything like so that. You do, so you believe in afterlife? Well, yeah, it's there. But anyway, some you either are spiritual or you're not. Okay? Right. And the people that usually are don't talk about it. I've said before, it's like an adult seeing children in a playground. You don't start going pointing the, the wrong and all that because there's that big a leap. So it's pointless. Spiritual, it's a thing, it's a place. And the only, I try to tell people analogies, and but they still don't see it because our ego, we're so tied into ego yeah. that we just can't let it go. Adults are still children. They don't, there's not enlightenment or anything like that. When, well, I, I think I, I'm always surprised. Uh, I think a lot of people, not most people, a lot of people are emotionally immature and I'm talking about people I meet in their 50s, 60s, and 70s, still have very juvenile yeah. uh, responses. I think very childish, emotional, simplistic responses. Example. To, um, God. Uh, people, 
people freaking out about things, people getting angry about well, even celebrities. It's just if not, you haven't pushed up against things. anything. I, I don't know. I just think sometimes I I take a step back and I think, wow, you're reacting like a child here. I see. And you are, and you are age and maturity. Yeah, you are someone. Yeah, precisely. And I've met people who are younger than me who are got their head screwed on and you know very. I hate those people. That make yeah. me feel so bad. And I think, wow, oh, you're uh, you're like a proper adult. I wish I was like that. <laughs> but it. Um, to go back to the spiritual thing, it's, it, you know, like if you went back to sort of the 1820s or something like that before sort of Ignaz Semmelweis and um, uh, Louis Pasteur and all that, if yeah. you were to describe... Who was the first person? Sorry, I missed that. Uh, sorry, yeah? You said before Louis Pasteur, someone else. Oh, Ignaz Semmelweis. He was a physician, I think. Okay. So he came up Ignace. with the idea... Semmelweis? Semmelweis. So, you know, okay. W-E-I-Z. And what had happened is he... Um, it's to do with like there being another thing we don't know yet but if you used to explain to somebody you'd technically be a lunatic but the paradigm exists when you talk about bacteria and things like that there was a time where there was no such thing as bacteria these little things and amoebas and all that you'd literally be insane it's gods and religion not, not believing enough and that's what's killing you but was Aristotle uh, postulated the idea of atoms? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he said that, that everything's made up of tiny, weeny little things um, that make up, like, everything Well, similarly, so, but you have to go back to the point of, like, before there was bacteria. Well, I mean. It was uh, literally lunacy. And that was a hypothesis. He, so he, he labelled, I mean, he didn't really know, know what atoms were. Yeah, because he's the Oprah Winfrey. But he's he was the... hypothesising <laughs> that things probably were made of a standard kind of block that sort of has different... Yeah, so now imagine if there were certain people that just could see them. Yeah. You can't talk about it because it makes no fucking sense. But for us to go, no, there's no other. You go, well, what about the before bacteria? You were the person saying, what are you talking about? Yeah. There's no. But then a microscope got invented. And then you went, oh, and that's all we haven't got. We haven't got the spiritual microscope yet that goes, there it is. Well, so, where, uh, where is what? Afterlife, spiritual afterlife. afterlife, whatever you want to call it. And also, I, science is great. I'm a believer in science. Don't yeah, get course, me wrong. Yeah. There's a buck coming. Yeah, I can sense um, it. Was but, blind, uh, but it is a uh, it is constantly changing. Yeah, and our understanding of of the world and the universe and how things work, physics, chemistry, biology, all the individual attributes, uh, and even mathematics and stuff. Well, not mathematics so much, but it is constantly changing. And the, the things that we hold true and hundred percent, you know, fact and uh, the way we view the universe and reality now will probably be very different in 200 years time well it would be laughter it would be yeah, childish they, they would yeah. look back and just say well they well even i mean that. for example we've referenced it a few times the show qi goes oh actually this thing that you always thought to be true isn't and then yeah. a couple of series later they'll go like oh remember that time we told you there were two moons <laughs> actually there's seven yeah well yeah, planets, yeah i mean so like, I, don't, that, yeah. I don't think it is seven but there is some you know what i mean so it's like yeah pluto used to be a planet now it's not now it is so, yeah, so, so people teaching the, the, yeah, yeah. it's people teaching sort of science as absolute dogma this is 100 percent true it will never ever change mm. this is 100 you know this is fact you can never dispute this that might be altered or or the perception of it or the or the it might be, have a completely different understanding of it in the future and yeah. it's not necessarily a set absolutely dogmatic set of, yeah, set of rules as to how some people portray science it. Science is fine itself, this search for enlightenment, but it's when you get this modern thing of just laughing at things and, oh, that's it, well, this, that, and the, the scientists are almost childly, like, as long as you're I know young, what you mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's um, very naive, and you, it's, it's some people I like where they start talking about things they don't believe in, I'm embarrassed for them in the future, 
because I think, oh my God, you're one of them people that just doesn't get it. And you go, well, I don't believe in it. It's silly to think. And you go, I understand why you're whinging about spirituality after because you've got these assholes that you've been looking yeah. at for 30 fucking years. But it's the few, it's the bacteria thing. We're going to invent something. And then everything that was ever spoken about spirituality, all that will suddenly go, oh, we're sat here now thinking you're there. You're there. There's nothing else. And you're, we're, we're blind, like we're blind. And you go, well, why didn't people say? But it's like being a homosexual in 1850. You just go, I ain't saying shit because there's no good to this at this time. So that's what I mean by spirituality, which overarches everything that I've done, but I yeah. had to do all this first. So people would listen to me later on, but it's a real thing and it's there. It's just, we're apes and we can't see it and we can't measure it. So we just go, well, it's not there, but it's dictating everything. Um, and people like Oprah Winfrey, the nearest, like I said, she, she's somehow got very close to it just by not being spiritual, but, but just constantly speaking to people right. that all don't know themselves. Cause you can tell somebody straight away if they are or not but she sort of got near it. Um, so when I bolt that onto the whole thing about personal development, all, forget it. There's nobody. It's, it doesn't exist as money or it's, it's just their career or they, they maybe the one in a war, a sport thing, but it's all these one dimensional things, but understanding the human condition from start. Yeah. means you basically have to give your whole life up because that's how long it takes. Um, so yeah, so I threw that uh, cocky statement out there, which is anti me, to hope that anger would bring people you back to me that I the could then realise. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Um, so yeah, so that's personal development is. Sorting. And is that, so that's why it's two because I think we left that as dangling from last week. Oh, like, yeah. Why is it called two point oh? Yeah. Um, so that was did, a hook. Yeah, I didn't know what the back. statement. Like all the things I use, I slightly change them <laughs> to fit my model. Possibly. But, so somebody said to me 2.0 because it was to do with um, the computers melding with people. Like it wasn't a functional thing anymore. It was social media. It yeah. was you're using it as part of society. And it was a joining up of human and computers. And my thing with putting that together was it was about people. So it's not really about the magazine. It's about the 30 people just in the magazine yeah. that put it together. And it was about when you do stuff, it's about doing it with other people. That's why you can't do certain things unless you're a Schwarzenegger who's just sociopathic ambition. Most things you need other people. The magazine, I needed other people. I wouldn't happen without. Other. So the 2.0 was supposed to design one. It was a drawing a line between what you think personal development is. Yeah, that's what I took it. Yeah, to that's me. what it's mainly. Yeah. But in my head, what it's been explained to me, I only use it because it was about joining with people to do stuff nicked from a computer sense but it's yeah. basically that it's the second layer of something but now do it with people that's how stuff happens with other people which is most what most people need the sociopaths don't need to be told any of this they'll just go off and do their career anyway but the 2.0 is to it's a new beginning it's not even really a new beginning there wasn't ever personal development it didn't exist it was just bollocks one-dimensional crap but now unfortunately I'll have to accept eventually maybe it's just me out there and all the rest is just playing games. It's just careers and things yeah. like that. There's no life lived and died with the one sole purpose of understanding the complete human condition, including spirituality. Some get to fitness and career and millionaire and happiness, and all, but they don't get the whole thing because that takes a whole fucking lifetime and a lot of weird shit happening for you to test all those models before yeah. we can get to a point where you can talk about it. Um, so that's what it is. But why did I do the magazine? Why did I do all the other stuff? Because I have to provide the proof before I just tell everything else. So this is just, these are just things that 
got me to the stage where I will one day say everything. It's a 10 step plan. So we're on three. So what's, what was step one? Uh, the magazine, then so the podcast. So what's three? Then the social contract. What, the, the comedy pilot? Yeah, it wasn't supposed to be exactly, but like most things, it wasn't it's exactly yeah. that. But it, it's another way of getting the information out that it isn't stuck in here. If you don't read that, you're not going to... Yeah, I suppose all the different. etiquette stuff in, within that, yeah. Well, people aren't going to read magazines. That's why I did the podcast. They're not going to read the magazines. They're not well, they readers. Might, they might read it. No, I couldn't have Let's read hope it. they do. Yeah, no, but what I'm yeah, saying I mean, is some a, people don't read magazines. Some people don't read. Do you know I would be in work Because we should say that it's not out, because I was chatting to someone no. else the other day, and they were saying, oh, I was looking for the magazine, and then I realised it's not out yet. No, the website isn't even up till January. Yeah. Um, but uh, yes, yeah, so there's a 10-step plan. The next one's probably the biggest, the one but the half working on it now. Um, but 10 steps. Well, that sounds ominous. Increase. Are you scared, Charles? I'm scared. <laughs> uh, well, anyway. So, <laughs> that but was there's a 10-step plan. There was no... Uh, but no because as I said, just, you... make those, just make those uh, steps nine and 10 strong. Because <laughs> all, those, all those things, they all tend to fizzle out a little bit, yeah. don't they? Uh, no, well, they all have to happen. One, They all have to take off before. Like Nothing can happen now to the fourth until uh, these are done and they bring in money. Then with that money, I can use to do the fourth one. Um but that was because I learned about science first. Forget spiritual and all that. Extraordinary uh, claims require extraordinary proof. So I had to do all these things to then one day be listened to when I talk about spirituality. But um, hopefully somebody gets there before me so I don't have to take all the flack. You don't have to take you, you We but, need an invent. Somebody always pops up. Then they go, okay, you need a Muhammad Ali or you, you need, need a, a microscope. No, you, need you need somebody you need John comes the along. That, yes. Uh, if, you, if you're going to be Jesus. No, so don't. <laughs> As a, not literally. <laughs> I did ask you about what, what if we, I like the idea of, of the cult of Vialucci, but ironically, cult like a bad, a good cult. Like we know we're taking the piss. So a bit like the Pastafarians. I don't know what that is. They're the people who worship the flying spaghetti monster. Because oh. oh. uh, it's no, because there has to be. So, but the cult would be a sort of a positivity, like yeah. do good, like live by honest rules and all that. No money, you can't be bought off. But then but I think it always starts. Yeah, that's what I was saying. <laughs> yeah. Three hundred years time. I die. Be, some yeah. wanker comes along. <laughs> takes yeah, there'll be a string of churches somewhere. They, yeah, you know, that, that's the thing I was thinking with, uh, with Jesus. Do you think he? Do you think he's? You know, if he came back, he'd be like, "You, I mother. never said that. Yeah, yeah. I never said that." <laughs> yeah. But I thought it'd be fun while we're here, and I thought because it's quite trendy. While we're here, I think I thought ironically, it's quite good marketing where people go, "Yeah, I'm part of a cult. Yeah, it's part of the Vilucci cult." Um, I don't think cults are associated with good things. When I no, hear, that's what I say. It's oh, we're being ironic. When I hear so the C been... word, though, I don't it, like. It, I don't think. Oh, that sounds like an up and coming organisation. That's like, like yeah. A if lot someone did it as a joke, I'm always tempted to sign up to the the cult the pastafarian. Well, cult. What does cult mean? It just means a collection, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. But I think in the so you bring in the word, back. but also it's like cult film, cult class. Oh yeah, exactly. Yeah, so So it does have some positive connotations, but I think broadly, when you talk about and you're talking about spirituality, yeah, that's when it started to go. We all get together and drink the Kool Aid, yeah, instead of drinking delicious love drinks. He says in the magazine, "What a a link!" Wow, didn't you like that link? (laughs) That was a really good link. Thank you. Come on, but yeah, there's too many. We don't want to associate love drinks with people drinking. There's too many religious connotations in it already. So if I put the cult thing, I just thought it it sounds good. The cult of you, that might be the documentary. Yeah, Cole to Via Luce. Yeah. You could, I was, Channel 4 I dispatches. The Proud Boys. <laughs> could be like the Via Luce boys. But then oh, that sounds anyway. like a. So what are the Proud Boys? Oh, that was Martin McGuinness's of neo Nazi group that was classified as a neo Nazi group. Who's Martin McGuinness? As in the M- dead? No, Gavin McGuinness. Um, oh, right. He is a one of these right wing Canadian internet YouTube people. 
Okay. And um, he started up an organization. I feel like you know far too much about these. Like you always seem to know. (laughs) I'm deep in this. I'm I'm elbow deep in this stuff. Yeah. Um, It's, yeah. And it it annoys me as well because I watch this stuff. Have you got into a Twitter row with him yet? All these people annoy me. Um, But yeah, he's one of these to the right wing dudes. And he started up a group that was like a self-help group for like like like-minded guys. And all they did was work out, not come and uh, wear Fred Harry's shirts. Not, oh, they um, work out a lot. Yeah. No, but there was a thing after that. Oh, well, and they'd not, not come. come. Well, self helps. So there's going to be a few repressed sexual yeah, people yeah, yeah, in there. Because they were like, can't oh, admit that they're they gay. They were saving up that. all their nut energy um, <laughs> to uh, to do good deeds. Oh. And um, and well, yeah. What do you mean? How do they? What do you mean they're saving it up? Saving it up. Just like, hey guys, I didn't have a wank last night. Yeah, I, I haven't so- had a wank for like three years, and now I'm like head of microsoft you know because i used that, is that actually energy. what happened no what they instead did is they basically um started beating up loads of black people and then got classified to say uh, as a hate group by the fbi <laughs> and then sense. gavin mcginnis had to separate himself because technically they were a sort of a far-right uh, militia slash the terror they were on the same that's group right. as terrorist organization um so yeah that's well i'm still in p- favor of the cult of reality <laughs> uh, no, not now after that information <laughs> that we just been i'm not signing up it's for like the, whole... the fascism thing you go it it should work to have somebody in charge but historically it always goes tits yeah. up but then i thought right well no if you've got the right person in charge you go, yeah, but no, they all start like that you go but no not me you go no but yes that's what it is so um i i, I like the idea of fa- i wish you could change the word to go look i will lead you but i won't be a fascist well, yeah, yeah, but like I say, you had um, Cincinnati of Rome, didn't you? Who? Cincinnati. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, well, Twice he gave up um, yeah, dictator yeah. powers, but it, that was uh, that was because uh, so it, it was only exist. done as a temporary arrangement. Because Cromwell was, twice. yeah, because Cromwell was made Lord Protector twice in the Commonwealth, so he was voted. Is there any historical sort of precedence for somebody that's led the country as a ruler? It does uh, never work. Is it never What do you work? mean? As in the idea Me, of my way. Yeah. Who was the, there was the one, the, the benign dictator that is the, there was the one example. You don't mean Tito. It was at Tito. Yeah, but he did lock up a lot of people. Everyone's like, it, I think it's just that he didn't like hang a lot of meat hooks. Yeah. Um, with quite <laughs> yeah, so much yeah. fervor as <laughs> the average dictator. Um, and he was seen as, well, technically, Tito was, what was he? He was, he was Yugoslavia. 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 Yugoslavia wasn't actually under the they were uh, allied with the soviets i don't think but i don't think that they're actually under the soviet umbrella no, necessarily no, they weren't so they were still a semi-autonomous uh well they no, were they still were, their own were, nation yeah, yeah yeah their own nation but they were a communist nation but they weren't actually a puppet state yeah uh, for the soviet union at the time um so i think that he was seen as a sort of protector and a lesser of two evils because he was keeping the the, the soviets at bay at that point yeah um Interesting enough, I remember when I went to Croatia uh, a couple of years ago um, on several mountainsides. Beautiful country, lovely place. Had a great time. Thanks. Thanks for asking. <laughs> Guys, very rude. Um, but, you know, Tito, they had lots of Because we knew you were going to have an awful time because what you'll be like, <laughs> I had a great time. Apart from I got kicked out of this place and that place. <laughs> no, 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 it was fine, actually. No, no, but no major instance. It was good. It was uh, like clockwork. It was good. Uh, but, yeah, no, they had lots of Tito stuff there. So he was obviously... Was, mm. like, Did like, they have any statues uh, for Jermaine and Randy? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was very stupid. Because <laughs> <laughs> T- was Tito in the Jackson... <laughs> Tito? Not, this, not Tito, the dictator. Because oh. there was yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. Jacksons was Tito. Yeah, so was that's it why Tito? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was something Tito. 
No, no it's it Tito. Tito. So that's Tito. why it's always really. I always found that really silly. I'm just. Wasn't he on Celebrity Big Brother as well? Probably. Oh, I think they've God. all. I think they've all had a go. I think that barrel's been scraped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Away yeah. Um, so there you go. Personal development. Thoughts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Thoughts on personal? What's your closing? <laughs> I don't because I'm still just thinking about Tito. <laughs> His own joke, by the yeah, way. Exactly. I know. Shamelessly laughing about it. No, in terms of, I understand. Um, yeah. Well, well, I don't see it as a bad thing, but as you say, the problem is the the whole thing is so it's poisoned poison, yeah. because it's just someone says personal development. I mean, I didn't think this when you told me because I've met you and I've sort of seen behind the curtain to a degree, not you know, a little full, peek, yeah. little peek, little sneaky peek. Um, <laughs> but, uh, it is just good. You know, hi, I'm Thomas Willington, the third junior. Yeah. Follow my 10 step program and you'll be rich this time next year. You can have whatever oh, you want. Uh, it's only $80,000. Who uh, wants to be it? I see you're not standing up there. Uh, you're uh, a wimp. Yeah. I don't know what this actually yeah, is. And, well, they, they, well, will have, they will do years. sound the same. Yeah. And they will have that same pattern. They'll have that. They, they, yeah. It's the same energy as an evangelical preacher. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. Very much so. And it's sort of, you know, everyone's standing up, waving well, their hands. Selling, isn't it? It's selling, isn't it? Uh, go and you know, you do all this and you know donate to my church and uh, you know interactive theatre yeah but, you know what I mean and you get to go in heaven and have lots of lovely things one of the, one of the first people I learned from was an American thing and it was it sounded like you have the intro ding 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 hi do you want to it was literally that and it was like seven cassettes in this big oh. <laughs> thing that closed I never paid for any of them it's got them delivered <laughs> to next door um uh, no, that was the good old days. You could get away with marketing at a meet. Um, I think you would love, like, you'd find a house that hadn't been, nobody was living there, and you could phone up an order. Hi, can I get the uh, 10 uh, cassette thing? And they just send it there, knock on the door. People are too lazy to, so just leave it there. Then you, just, you could remember catalogs. I, I remember catalogs. <laughs> I won't say yeah. any more than that. But yeah, you could, uh, they were quite uh, beneficial when you had no money. <laughs> what did you use the catalogs for if you can't have any money? Uh, if you don't have any well, money? They were, there was a lot of empty houses Kindling. that they would deliver to. Yeah, but I mean, that, like, what's the point in buying an Argos cat or getting an Argos catalog? Oh, no, I mean, delivered? it wasn't the catalog itself; it was the the, the, the within's <laughs> the catalog. So you could order stuff on catalog and you pay later. Oh, I see what you mean. Right, right. right. I thought you mean yeah. you were ordering the catalogs. No, I was doing with the catalog. I hate those ones where they're like, "Oh, they stick it through your letterbox," and they're like, "Actually, this still belongs to us, and uh, we're going to come and get oh, it that, like, next yeah. week." Yeah. yeah, good luck. Oh, you're not know. allowed to throw it away. Yeah. What's that? Because it costs we... us a quid. <laughs> The, yeah, you get these make, things. Yeah, I say get, no. You've you've littered yeah. my you've littered my property. Yeah, that's, that's what they used to do. Yeah. I used to chuck them because I'm like, oh, fuck, because it's just junk mail. But then yeah. there's some. That's a bit like saying, oh, you've read this email. You now owe me a quid. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> well, no they say they come back because it's uh, it's like a marketing thing. So they, so they come back and ask for it back. Yeah, yeah. they can't do. It. It's sort of social pressure. That's yeah, what it is, and really. so so they then go into conversation with you and say, oh, did you have a look? You know, oh well, but we're. I'm, I'm I didn't hear this, but I'd be like, no, sorry, you've littered. I'm fine. Going to find you fifty pounds. I just used to chuck them away. Do you remember that guy in the and, and, these, and they used to be like, that costs like three quid. You now owe me three quid. And I'd be like, then don't put it. If that was yours, don't put it through my fucking letter. Yeah, 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 don't put your money through yeah. my letterbox. Don't litter. <laughs> don't litter in my house. Do you, know <laughs> Do you remember there's a guy in the news who um, he kept getting phone calls from these uh, call centers and he was a lawyer or something like that. And he kept getting the calls and he said, look, if you keep calling me, I'm going to charge you for my time. Yeah. So they kept calling. So he recorded the call, and each call was coming up to like he went 
Okay. What was it you're going to talk about? What is it you want to talk about? Feel like and he'd already worn them. Now, yeah. And it went up then. It went up to like the high hundreds, 800, something like that. And he was charging like 80 pounds for every call. And then he sent them it. They weren't paying it. They didn't pay the thing. He sent to say, you owe me money. He's charged nothing. They sent the debt collectors around to the office, mate, to collect the money or they were going to take the computers. And the guy said, look, he said, I told them again and again yeah. and again. Then <laughs> I they had to pay you. up. Yeah, 800 quid. And look, there was a guy, I think, the, well, not the owner, but somebody else, they go, we were fucking this, we were fucking it. Oh, so it's all right for you to fucking yeah, pest exactly. the people. But I thought, oh, that was a nice I, little... There was a chef, I can't remember who, one of these, you know, big time celebrity chefs. And he was talking about how he had these arsehole city boys in his restaurant one time, you know, being horrid, snapping their fingers, demanding this and that. And they were insistent they wanted chips, but as a piss take almost. It was like, well, we don't do chips here. This is a... You know, we're a proper, yeah. we don't do chips here. So they insisted, they were like, no, we want chips. We want chips. Basically, they wanted the chef to make chips. Right, yeah. So it was like, fine. I took my time. I made these beautifully cut chips, blah, blah, blah. Did them all specially for them. Uh, you know, 40 minutes yeah, of my time, yeah. 80 pounds. <laughs> you know, it was something like that yeah, for like can't. four chips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just went, That's how much my time costs. Yeah. Did he get any, what happened? No, they paid. Oh, they had to They pay. weren't happy about it. I mean, I think it was more than 80 quid. It was yeah, some imagine, silly yeah. number for like, five hand cut chips but you went that's you asked for something that's my time yeah yeah there you go I'm so an artist right. yeah, yeah exactly right. yeah um, so closing thoughts on personal development Charles um, yeah I think it's I think it is uh, important for someone who has lacked goals and structure in his life for very long periods I think it's important to have goals and structure in your life yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, not having uh, these things yeah well, I certainly have noticed the I felt the you know, not having them has been a detriment. Yeah, yeah it's, it's terrible because really most, it's not people, some people aren't um, driven by doing stuff. They have to, it's all my a mild autism. I have to, I can only work on something that I really like and then mm. they become addicts, funny enough. So the unfortunate thing is we don't live in a world where enough stuff is offered to people to find those things. Like I, I, I remember um, when I was trying to manipulate people who work with to see how people's personalities worked. I realise that a lot of people that were almost like, um, not bullies, but they seem that type of person, how you would fix that, it seems like the opposite. You'd actually put them in charge of somebody else and say, look after that person. And it's funny, they had very strong protective instincts. So if there'd be like an older doorman who's a bit gobby or whatever, you say, listen, mate, there's a guy that's just started young guy. I've just told him to follow you. Suddenly they become sort of protectors mm. and there's something in the personality. And a lot of people that, seem quite, oh, I can't be bothered, I'm lazy, I'm just one of those type of people. If you actually find what it is they like doing, they suddenly lock onto it yeah. and they become fucking addicted. So, And it's something we just haven't matured into, the fact that you can't get everybody to like the stuff you like. You have to find out certain people will only do certain things. It's just like a mild autism. They can't help it. They, they're not lazy. They just can only focus on the one thing that they really, really like doing. And then they become addicted personalities for that one thing. Yeah. So it's finding that one thing. Capitalism, baby. Unfortunately, yeah, our, it's not, unfortunately our society yeah, is it's not constantly for that. Yeah. Uh, forcing square people into round But it's letting people holes. know. I've met yeah. a lot of people that think they're lazy and they're not. You go, you're just one of them people that needs to be doing certain yeah. thing, but it's, the world isn't set up to care about you well, that's, finding that's your specific a, our, our system and our culture isn't. Yeah. Yeah, isn't um, we, don't, we don't have a magic sorting hat. And it would yeah. be great if we did. You know what I mean? Oh, you're, you're a fantastic artist. Okay, well, yeah. you should be off designing billboards and wonderful yeah, yeah, yeah. artworks. You're people. in Slytherin. Come over to this room here. Yeah. <laughs> Not the sound weird. of the uh, the shots being fired. <laughs> I don't understand that. Why well, they don't fucking kill all those Slytherin kids? I'd be like, off you come, or at least keep an eye, more of an eye on them. I I'd mean, kill a few. You yeah. know, it's the naughty house, and they're always trying to be like, oh, some of the nice ones are in Slytherin. 
Oh, Citation objects. needed. Yeah, they're all yeah. man. Yeah, so I don't think I don't think you're lazy. I think you're just you're one of them people that needs to be focused on something that you actually care about or has yeah. some value to it. Um but that's for most people I think might be the one one out there. Uh, but yeah, so I don't think there's any lost causes. I just think it's the world not attending to peach certain people's need. We haven't become that nuanced yet. We're still mm-hmm. shoving thirty kids into a classroom and enforcing education yeah. on them in the blocks. So that's how retarded we are in terms of education. It's yeah. an embarrassment, what it is. Um, so that's personal development. So I'm just gonna, so I'm, I'm just going to go into 2020 saying, right, I'm just going to admit to myself, I am way out there. I'm on my own. I am the face of personal this development. This is maybe your personal development, like mini now, journey that you've got to not yeah, be I'm, hiding, I'm saying of what you're... Fucking, so I'm, I've given up looking. Like, and the, 10 years ago, I gave up and I was trusting people to bring... So I'm fucking have to go, look, it's just me out there. <laughs> Accuse me of things. Ask me why. Force me to ask questions of why I think that. Mm. And it's only ego if it's not true. If it is true, then it is true. So, but ask questions, force me to prove my point, and I promise you, the more I start peeling back the layers, then we get to a point where we go, oh, for fuck's sake, all right, just have it. So I'm just going to go into 20, going, go, right, I've had enough. I've had fucking 10 years of just not saying it. So I'm just, I am the face of personal development now and in history i'm putting that bigger thing down you don't know it yet because you haven't seen the whole story you've just seen the thing well also like, we're not we're not in the part i mean history implies a post i've looked back i can't find anybody that's are we gonna have bt and 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 uh what a t do you think <laughs> before that? theo after oh. i know, don't understand this so the mean? um bc and a ad's anno domini yeah, yeah. So, but that so means in the after year of death. our no in the year of our lord so what does BC stand for? Before, before Christ. So before he was born. Now, so before, now, yeah, we, now so. we tend to use BCE and ACE, which are the same yeah. time periods, but before the Christian era and after the Christian era. Okay, I, I've West, never heard those. Days, yeah, it's, so. they're only uh, recently, yeah, or we call this the Christian era. We okay. call this the CE. But what does it mean with that ambiguous in the time of our Lord? What does that mean? So that just means because our Lord was born and therefore oh, okay. we now live in the year, in the year of our Lord. Because I always thought it was after death Because that was year zero. Yeah, that was like, it was right. so important, okay. so an it's event. A, it's an era it's yeah, that Literally, about. that was like almost, we reset time at yeah. that point. Literally, we reset time and went back. It's the okay. same with, like, you know, um, so the Muslim calendar is from, yeah. I believe, from the birth of Muhammad. I believe, it might yeah, so I think because they're up to near fifteen hundred or something. Yeah, they're because they're yeah because I believe Muhammad was fifth or sixth century. Eighth, seventh, it was six. Oh, was it seventh? That big pardon. Something. Was there anything in history? The big change coming in twenty twenty. Was there anything <laughs> historically? Is there big change coming in twenty twenty? Yeah, was there historically a, a second coming? Well, no, because the millennium <laughs> it was meant would have been years, a new... the year one thousand, but that didn't happen. But then there's all sorts of things. So 1666, you know, all the great fire of London and all this and all that because it was the year of the beast. But right, you go, yeah. well, surely wouldn't the year of beast have been 666? And yeah. then some people are actually like, oh, actually, it's upside down. It's 999 or Yeah, whatever, 666. But there's that guy who's, yeah, there's that American dude who goes, the world is ending this year. It's like, did you say that ending. last year? Yeah. Yeah. Which one? I and mean, Alex before. Jones regularly, no. regularly it's predicts it's, a, a military uprising every like, three yeah. months. But it's the, it's, it was the Mayan calendar thing of 2012. And what that was, basically, all the Mayan experts who would go, um, A, you're muddling, as the Aztecs, who actually weren't called Aztecs, but were called the Mexica, their thing was very apocalyptic, their, their worldview. Uh, as, as, many, um, as many religions are, as many things are, the Vikings had an apocalyptic vision of the world. But the Mayans just went, no, no, what happens is the clock ticks around to 2012, 
in, you know, they weren't, they didn't do a press release because they didn't think anyone would be a fucking idiot. But it ticks around, tick. So that's just a cycle, tick. Cycle starts again. Yeah. But everyone who wanted to sell a book was or going, movie. it's the end of the world. Mm. Buy my book. They can't really do that again because that 2012 push with the movies was really like, they really yeah, went all out. One. Yeah, but it was just sold off the back of the, yeah. the mind. Fucking Millennium Bug. Come on. Oh, yeah. Like that was, the, nothing, that was the first real nothing. big thing where, where like, it was just like, oh, here's a, here's a fake panic to keep you occupied. I think the Schwarzenegger film, he did the end of days yeah. and they did the 1999. Yeah, because it was upside down. But you go, well, why wasn't it the year 999? (laughs) Where's this one come from? We didn't have movies back then. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Because it says so in the script. (laughs) So that's personal development. Anyway, so this was sponsored by our love drinks. It was. It is. If you want a personal development, have these drinks and change your start. uh, Well, I mean, again, Chris, the founder, that was his thing, wasn't it? But also quite like the fact that as we we jokingly said, Bob Heineken, because you don't know who it was, but someone, because he worked for Heineken. Did you? I don't know what I'm asking you, like you listen to a but he said, you know, um, you should make a drink. Yeah. Went, okay. Went, All right. But the opposite of that would have been gone. Yeah, I will one day. And five years later, he's still going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, one day I'll make my drink. <laughs> like, I mean, uh, we can't even in the podcast. Well, I can't remember what episode that was. Four. 52, yeah, 53, something like, something like that. Anyway, go back and listen kids and also go back and look up what the millennium, what uh, the millennium bug was and go back and Google who Arnold Schwarzenegger was. He was a film star. Um, But yeah, but he, you know, that's, that's an example of personal development. He could have sat there kicking his heels going, because it'd take a long time. It wasn't the simple, I think. To do it in the the, right way as well. Yeah. What one are you going to go for? I'm thinking, I think Charles has got the lurgy, so Charles should have the, have the pick. The skin, mind, or what was it? Oh no, mind and heart, isn't it? The one with vitamin C and gingery wants. Oh, there's ginger. That's the one you want. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll give you that yeah. one. Uh, one. Where are you going to go for, Theo? I need no skin uh, anyway. So We've got Pierre here. So um, he's uh, been on a search for enlightenment. Well, Has he's he? come to London from yeah. Italy. It's a spirit quest, <laughs> right. yeah. The yeah. Not France. No, yeah. No. <laughs> um, so he's been doing well. Uh, well, that's it. Personal development wrapped up. I think we've answered all that's the questions. That, that's, Full stop. that's the world of... We don't ever need to so talk about it. So if you want to know anything about personal development, follow me, basically. <laughs> follow us. Lead the way. I'm going to do this because I think YouTube has been... Love drinks. Love drinks. Now, if YouTube choose as my image, our hands stood up in the air. Yeah. Now I know there's an hour. Well, I think last week, uh, uh, Charles Dawes yeah. doing the so Seek Hile. The suggestion <laughs> is... Oh, so I was just waving to yeah, someone. Yeah, but it looked like the Seek Hile. It gives you three suggested oh, screen images. What's going on? Oh, it gives you three suggested screen images, and it's always an animated one. So there's something in their algorithms is choosing where there's movements. Do you know what I mean? Where there's a movement. Or it just does it at the random interval. like No, because it's done it like again six, and again. 60%. Whenever there's an arm in the air... It chooses, we, are, we do get quite animated. Oh, yeah, to be fair. Be just yeah, the whole waving point. around, yeah. flouncing around. Finish. Anyway, thank you, cool. everyone. Cheers. Oh, no, we're stuff. already off. Take are we off already? Are we? Anyway, <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs>
sauce they find Pouring of the glass of wine 